Oof. Back on. So where were we? Uh, but no, the the difference between the the public and the charter schools you were saying, I think. Just all of them, pretty much. I feel like uh, you were doing. I don't know how to put it. To the kids, like, but like, right? Yeah. Like like they they like, like you were squaring them off. Like as far as how they thought. Like there were better things that they could have been doing than being like in this fucking cage all day with these other kids and and uh, I would get in trouble sometimes with some of the principals when I would tell kids that uh, they didn't have to go to college and that there was other options for them wow really you would get in trouble <laughs> yeah I would get in trouble because the wow. way it works is is at schools especially um, that are trying to attract more students especially the privates and the charters that make money off of having a higher population of students in their school they want to use statistics like oh Eighty percent of our kids go to college, and um, it looks uh, so. If they have a teacher telling their kids not to go to college, it's like I was working against them. Right. Even though what I was saying, I do believe in, and I think that absolutely college is not for everybody. And I don't mean I don't mean that they don't have like the aptitude or that they couldn't make it. I think even college does the same thing, so they make it intentionally easy. I just didn't like want to set some of them up to fail. I wanted. I thought. You know, if, if you could take 40K or whatever college would cost and give it to them and be like, do something else, I think they'd be a lot more successful than if they had to go to, you know, on average, it takes people five years to finish a four-year degree. And for most people, it probably takes um, a little more than that. Yeah, I know. I totally agree. I, I didn't go to college. And um, I mean, I'm I, if I don't know, because I feel like when I was young, I kind of realized uh, that a lot of the kids that I knew that said they wanted to go to college, like I would ask them why or what they want to do, and they wouldn't really know. They just knew that they wanted to go to college. Right. A lot of times it's like to please their parents, or right. just because they think that that's what they're supposed that to do. That is the plan. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And especially the kids like that that want to go to college, I think even them, if they did something else, would do even especially better because they're the ones that are already like highly motivated point. and yeah. Uh, didn't uh, I don't know. It's it's always. You know, to go the far extreme and say someone like Steve Jobs or or or, uh, or Bill Gates, but one of them dropped out of college, right, or some shit. Um, I think it was Steve Jobs. Maybe both of them. But... I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was both of them. <laughs> but I'm saying like yeah. they could have been in college doing dick all, or they were doing whatever the fuck they were doing in the garage right. to come up with Apple and Mac. yeah. And people throw around statistics like, oh, people that go to college make on average way more than people that don't. But that there's there's people like that that did go to college that are making money off something that they didn't get from college that are throwing the statistics way off. Like, right. so someone who's mega rich like that, that just went to college for some degree that they're not using, like right. Steve Jobs, for example, is is in the, I went to college section That's and making true. people that went to college look like they make so much more, even though he obviously is an entrepreneur. Just because he has else. so much, yeah. like more money than anybody <laughs> right. could ever imagine. Exactly. He balances a skill in his favor. That makes a lot of sense, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of, um, a lot of, there's so many successful people that don't end up having to go to college and then there's, there's successful people that do. So I think to make it so black and white yeah. is, is wrong for, for school no, systems to just, do, you know what Exactly. I mean? Yeah. And I just think for most people, it's a ripoff. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're doing like something in, in STEM, you know, if you want to be an engineer, yeah, fuck yeah, go to yeah. college. You want to be a lawyer or a doctor, you have no choice, go to college. Of but if you want to be something else, uh, probably shouldn't. Like, I wanted to be a musician. What the fuck am I going to go to college for? Yeah. Right. And, and and at the end of the day, I wouldn't be able to dedicate the amount of time that I do to my music if I had to go to college. I right. mean, I work full time, but they pay me money. You know what I mean? I'm not paying them to show up for 40 hours a week. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? I don't know how, how much time you'd have to dedicate to a college 
course and, and a whole semester but i'm sure it's almost equivalent you know maybe yeah. 30 hours a week and you'd be paying for it forever exactly oh that's another thing too <laughs> i knew from a young age free. it's like yo i know that this this isn't just imaginary numbers like with our country's debt you know what i'm saying it's yeah. not just there and we just don't we just extend the the debt limit it's right. money that i actually owe we will owe, and yeah we'll have to pay back someday <laughs> so my mom would tell me like hey i you know i can use this money to buy you a car or i mean if you don't want to go to college like what i was like yeah buy me a car and i'll get a job like you know what i'm saying and right. i went that route and now i mean i started with a piece of shit car that uh my mom bought me and i was delivering pizzas mm-hmm. and i got fired from that job after three weeks I went, so i went from that to shitty job after shitty job and now i've you know what i'm saying i i make i i'm well off you know what i'm saying right, right. for someone that's my age like i'm a manager uh, not retail. It's not no bullshit. I have like my own office and shit. Nice. And I drive like a car that I actually wanted, you know, that I pay for. And uh, a lot of the kids that I know that are just graduating with their college have no job experience and they have a degree in something that they may or may not get a job in that field. You know what I'm right. saying? Absolutely. So I feel like college sometimes is even a setback because people want work experience they're not going to want some especially nowadays college kids are all prissy they have like <laughs> rules and the, oh you can't say this you can't say that yeah it seems this like a me. somewhat fragile environment instead of right. where it should be a place where ideas are flourishing and being exercised and whatnot yeah it's not a place for debate anymore if you don't agree you're shunned or you're you're made the odd one out you're they yeah. argue with you now they right. fight with you that's how that's how uh, I see that some people will fight back against that and say, yeah, it's not really like that everywhere and, and blah, blah. I mean, it was my experience. I used to just sit there and argue with my professors all day. That's wild. And, uh, I mean, it made me better at doing that. And that's why, like, sometimes you'll see that in, like, Facebook when, <laughs> yeah, when people oh, want to engage with me. It used to be like, okay, well, I'm going to sit here and wreck your shit. And, but now it's just like I'm not interested anymore and, and I, I'm really tired with that and I'll, I'll just make fun of you or something. But I don't, I don't, I don't want to, like, put in my time and effort because time is expensive to me um i'm not a little kid anymore but when i was 20 i would just sit there for hours and and like fuck with people on facebook and you know a lot of that is was from sparring with college professors and whatnot and sometimes we'd get really deep in them and they get pissed at me because I, i would i wouldn't necessarily drop it and i was like that kid and they would run out of responses so they might look bad in front of the class because they were trying to espouse some idea that i mean i thought was wrong and right I'm, I'm paying you thousands of dollars like stop teaching me bullshit that right. you that just you know you want us to believe but it's not necessarily the truth that's that's crazy how uh just to look right like just for the mere fact <laughs> of, the, of the image right. for the optics of it they'll like try and shut you down yeah or, or get mad at you right and, and i feel that i mean I, I don't like that i don't necessarily like when i'm challenged all the time in front of a big crowd especially so i, I mean I, I know where they're coming from now especially that i've been in a classroom the past few years but right it's it's it doesn't make it okay it doesn't it's not a good excuse yeah, especially when you're dealing with adults. Like, you're when you're dealing with with kids, you're dealing with minors. You know what I'm saying? There has to be like a level of respect, but like it's uh it's different when you're dealing with people who consider themselves adults. Right. You know what I mean? People who consider themselves young men. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Not young kids. And like you know, little kids like to step up to that level. But at the end of the day, you can't really do anything. But like at the end of the day, that professor, like you know, what I'm saying he talks some shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like as an adult. You yeah. Like, like you assume that there's you know? supposed to be a, like a, a well-read person, a learned person. They studied. You know, they have a PhD, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. I mean, but nobody's infallible. And the same thing in me, me and my classroom. Kids ask me stuff all the time, and I'm just like, oh, I don't know, man. Let me fucking Google it or something. I, I don't know. And I'm, I'd rather tell you I don't know than just like 
lie to you to tell you what I want you to believe, which is what right. I felt like the professors were doing a lot of the time, or just bullshit it. So uh, what what is it that you did? You end up graduating from 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 college? Yeah, I graduated from FIU. I was uh, I, I was third in my class in okay. political science school. Holy shit. So what did, what did you, your degree, your degree was in political science? Yeah, political science with a big focus on economics. Um, I almost got the minor in education because at that time I was already like a substitute and I kind of had a feeling I was going to be um, getting into the education, but I never finished up with the minor. So oh, okay. it was mostly poli-sci and economics. Oh, okay. So what made you want to get into political science? I mean, you're, you're, I, I, from what I see on social media, you're pretty big into the po political movement. You want to get into the GoFundMe and... <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we can talk about it. Um, what made me want to do it? I, man, uh, in high school, I was like a huge fuck-up. I almost didn't graduate at all. My GPA wasn't there. I was like a gifted student that was really lazy. And once I got a car, it was game over. I was never there. I was like super truant. Um, I just was focused on way other stuff, you know, girls, and like playing Yu-Gi-Oh, you know, whatever. Any, everything was more important than the actual grades. And I had to do all this stuff in, the, in junior and senior year to go back and, like, change my earlier grades. Like, my ninth grade teachers would make me do, like, these stupid projects or, like, they try to get me to bribe them and, like, buy, me sh buy them shit to change their, my grades. Really? And I was like, man, uh, yeah, yeah. So I finally got it to where I could graduate from high school and then... I was just like at that point, like man, I'm I'm done with this. Like, I my you were never about school. I never know. I mean, I did I did really well in eleventh grade. I had a teacher that was like pretty motivational for me, um, motivating. But he 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 left in senior year, so I kind of just fell off the track and like I had busted my hand and um, I couldn't write for months on, on end. And the teachers would like want me to write left-handed, and I was like, "Man, fuck off!" Like, yeah. So I was, I had missed a bunch of school because of my injury, and then when I got back, they wanted me to write with my left hand when I had a cast on, and I was like, "There's no fucking way." So I just, I was failing like every class, and then, uh, so it was really hard for me. So, but then when I finally did graduate, then my sister and my mom were like ganging up on me, and they were like, "Oh, you're a total fuck up!" Like I had a, a glove compartment full of tickets that. I just didn't pay, and I thought if I ignored, it would go away. And <laughs> and they were like, "Okay, sit down, like apply to college. This is what you're gonna do." And I was like, "No, I really don't." And you know, they just kind of pushed me into it. And they were like, "Come on, it's a it's a waste. You know, you're a smart kid. You have to go." And I was like, "All right, whatever." So I just kind of picked whichever major I thought I would like. I did, I wasn't really into it back then. It, I know it interested me. I was like super political in high school, but I never thought like, "Oh, I'm gonna study this as a as a college student." And then. I, I went to Miami-Dade, and college was just super different from high school for me. It was... You actually enjoyed it? It's not that I enjoyed it. I just... It's easier. It was... I could I can go when I felt like it. It, it, it was a more free environment than high school because you're not, like, forced to be there every day. Right. You didn't have to wake up as early. Um, some of it was fun. So, I excelled. I, I got, like, pretty much straight A's, and then I went to FIU, and I got pretty much straight A's there, too. Damn. So, I mean, but... So you basically just picked political science on a whim, and then it just interested you the more you took the classes? It, it, it was something, it was either going to be political science or something like nutrition or, or fitness based, and I just went with the former one. But yeah, I mean, I don't I don't ever talk about this with anybody. I, I'm actually kind of like embarrassed of it. I don't like to like flex on anybody about school. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's not that that's like the hardest major or anything like that, but... 
because of my always telling people not to go to college and whatnot, it's especially like it's kind of like a weird. It, it's weird for me to be like, oh yeah, go, don't go to college. Oh, I went to college and I fucking killed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I to- I totally get that. Uh, but at the same time, you know what I'm saying? It's it's a it's an accomplishment, and like you said, it it may not be for everyone. I mean, right? Yeah, and I like it better when people think I didn't go. And then they, they want to, like, talk shit or something. And then I'm like, yeah, I did that already, man. Like, congrats. Like, you, oh, you have a degree? Cool, bro. Like, it's yeah. like, you ever go to, like, a Cuban bakery? And then they're like, the ladies are, like, talking shit about you because they think, Cause they you, think you don't speak Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Like, oh, my God. That's the best, though. When you pull that shit out on them, bro. For me, I, I actually, uh, uh, I was in New York, bro. And in New York, I don't know if you ever been, man. If you go to Times Square, but I've been people, I don't like New York. Dude, I love I love New York City because that 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 city is like a giant amusement park. Yeah. That's how I see it. Uh, it's all connected by a subway system. It's like a ride. Like, oh yeah, let's take the J train. Fuck it, you know. So I'm walking around Times Square, and the fucking characters I want to take the pictures with you. <laughs> they they act all friendly at first, but as as soon as they take that picture, they're like, all right, where's that money at? Where's that tip at? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So avoid them like the plague. If you've never been, avoid them. Yeah, right. You 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 want them to do the trick or whatever they're gag so that and, yeah. then, and then when you realize you got to pay you're like oh fuck I, yeah. the, the utmost buyer's remorse yeah yeah no, no no for real dude that i learned my lesson the hard way but this time you know i was already savvy about it yeah. so fucking elsa and anna from frozen are rolling up on me and shit i'm like fuck that i'm wearing a fucking i already saw the movie <laughs> i already saw the movie we are not building any snowmen today we no fuck that gotta go dude. yeah i'm keeping my door closed but uh i happen to be wearing like a batman beanie and uh, they were like, hey, 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 it's a picture, picture. I was like, no, no, thank you, no, thank you. And they're like, Batman el coño. And I was like, hey, oh, oye, pero yo te entiendo. Like, yo. And they're yeah. like, ay, ay, no, frozen, frozen. I was like, yo, chill out, bro. Like, how you going to talk shit? Because yeah, I want to take a picture. I'm a grown-ass man, bro. <laughs> Taking a picture with fucking Elsa and Anna from Frozen. What the fuck? And I got to tip you after? Like, it's not even a courtesy picture, bitch? Yeah, you, you should be holding me. a kid. What are you doing, bro? <laughs> yo, but that's why the city's in a, like an amusement park. Where else do you see people in full character costumes just walking around? Around in the daytime, dude. Very rarely. Very rare. Unless you're wearing a fucking yeah. theme park. God I mean, you it. see it in downtown Miami, but everyone's just wearing a crackhead costume. <laughs> <laughs> and they're they're really either that or they're all really good method actors. Because yeah. I see them doing crack sometimes too. You know what I mean? Yeah. We had a whole epidemic of like a duty doing the bath salts thing. You remember that? Oh, the zombie guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was wild, man. Yeah. Did you uh? Did you uh? You ever? You ever? You ever? Uh, you know. You ever do dabble bath in bath salts? <laughs> no, man. I don't know. Where, I don't even know. You ever eating the guy's face off? <laughs> I could probably find what I want, but I don't. I don't have like a plug for bath salts. Nah, no, no. My, my dog. He he lost his job at Bed Bath and Beyond. You know what I'm saying? So I lost him. Yeah. I never even. I remember when the zombie thing happened, and I, I somebody had sent me like these leaked photos that were close ups of the guy's face they were eating, oh. and I had them on my like, like fucking BlackBerry phone. I don't remember. That was like BlackBerry. That was like 2011 or 2012 oh, shit. when that happened. But uh, how was how were the pictures, man? Was it bad or? Yeah, it was gruesome. It, it looked like <sighs> the guy. He was like this sinister-looking bearded man, but his face was just missing. Oh. Like it, like you couldn't really decipher any features. You could see a little bit of nose bone, but it was just really gory and bloody. And it looked fucking gnarly. I, I think one of my students had showed it to me, and I was like, "Oh, you gotta send me that." Oh. And that's what <laughs> that's when fuck? I that's Kids, when I kept man. it. Yeah. That's but, um, fucking crazy. Right, I remember looking it up like bath salts. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, like how, what even that? is that? Yeah, 
And I, I didn't know if they were talking about like over the counter bath salts or like some other kind of like shit. Like Epsom salts and shit. Right, right. It's basically Epsom salts, but like colored ones and scented ones, and who knows what the fuck they put in there to make it that color or that scent, you know? Right. I guess that's what fucks you up. But uh, there was also that that K two thing that was going on for oh, yeah, a lot of yeah. spice stuff. I remember there were kids trying to get me to do that. I was like, no. <laughs> right, no, it's it's dangerous, man. All the stuff on the black market is is super. Uh, no. It says on the package not to be consumed by, and I get it. They put that there for legality reasons, but like it says it. Like it, they don't put that shit on there for nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I think it's kind of wild and doing any kind of that synthetic shit. And you said you were straight edge, right? Yeah, I've been straight edge since um, probably about two thousand six. Really? Like Thirteen years now, yeah. So, as is that like a? Were you a, still a minor, or you were already an adult when you made that decision? I was, already, I was still a minor, yeah. So, what made you want to do that? From like, because to, to come to that epiphany and that realization at a young age is very rare for people to. Yeah, it was hard for me. Uh, I don't know. It kind of came about different ways, where like, I was still interested at some point a little bit before that in doing some kind of, uh, you know, like substances. I remember watching the Doors movie in like eighth grade, where <laughs> you were where Val Kilmer like yeah. trips the fuck out, and I was like, "Whoa, I I gotta do that." And I thought about it a little bit, like doing acid and whatnot. And then you know, my friends that were already doing a bunch of other drugs were like, "You can't do that um, as the first thing. You have to like smoke first. And I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna smoke weed, so like, uh, fuck it. Then I guess I just won't do it." And then uh, none of the other ones ever. I mean, so pretty much. Nothing except LSD ever even interested me. Right. Uh, I've actually, uh, you know, I'm saying I've dabbled. Also, DMT interested me, but I can't. That's like impossible to find. Yeah. <laughs> but so. You were never interested in really getting I, intoxicated? I never was interested in it. I. You must have been happy with life. <laughs> Maybe. I don't, I don't know what it is. I just, it seemed like it, 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 it was never like a thought process to me. Like, oh, I want to I wanna smoke or I want to drink. I mean, I, I drank. I, I never smoked weed in my entire life. Um, Holy shit, really? Yeah, not N- once. Never edibles, never nothing? Nothing, no. Whoa. I mean, I was around it consist- consistently. I, I, you know. You're a rare breed. Right, but and then I, I drank like once or twice and I didn't get drunk, but that was in high school and that was the last time like I took a sip of alcohol. Except for this one time, this girl poured a beer in my mouth while I was sleeping at a party when I had like my mouth open, <laughs> on the, on, like knocked out on a couch. Yeah. And I got super ups- upset. She knew I was straight edge. Like she thought it was funny. I didn't really think it was that funny. You, <laughs> I mean, wow. It's man. probably something that if it happened to me today, I wouldn't be as upset. But uh, at that time when she did it, I was like, wow, that's like fucking stupid. So you actually drank it? Did you choke? No, no. I just like woke up like, oh, what the fuck? Like, why would you pour beer in my mouth while I'm sleeping? I, even if it was water, I'd still be like, yo, I'm sleeping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For real. Like, why are you pouring liquid into my mouth? Yeah. Like, yeah, like, Any kind of liquid. Boy, that's just, that's just fucking rude, mouth. man. Yeah, super rude. Um, <laughs> Who the fuck does that? You still hang out with this person? I wanted to like shame her and make her look bad in front of everyone at the party, but it, I didn't want to look like a bully. But I felt yeah. like... Like like a victim, like <laughs> I'm just sleeping on this couch, minding my own business. Dude, but can you imagine the 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 context if the roles were reversed? Oh yeah, Eric right. People would be think beer in some unconscious girl's mouth. Yeah, they would have. They would have me tooed me. Yeah, for <laughs> real, dude. Dude, you would have got me tooed so quick, bro. Yeah, they would have had fucking photo evidence. They said, they said uh, Eric Faden was putting uh was was without consent putting <laughs> things in other girls' mouths. Yeah, yeah. No one needs to know that it was beer. <laughs> yeah. Just, just, I mean, it would be factual and they would just, like, word it all fucked up. Yeah. Eric Faden puts objects in random girls' mouths that are passed out. That, 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 that Story on TMZ. Right, right, it's over. Uh, speaking of parties and shit, you had Faden Fest. How did that 
fucking couple. You've been like all over, man. You've been like in the punk scene and <laughs> Churchills and stuff before I even was aware of what Churchills was. Right. Yeah. Sure. Well, that's that that's 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 the main influence for the straight edge thing. Um, oh. A lot of times people call themselves straight edge and they don't have like that like hardcore punk uh, background, and I don't really appreciate that that much. Like I think they should just say, "Oh, I'm sober." Or, you know, I don't oh. do this or that. I think straight edge means something and it has like this this tie into hardcore community, which I don't necessarily feel like I identify with that strongly at all times. But because a lot of the dudes are like more militant than I am. Like right. I hang out with a bunch of people that smoke weed, I hang out with a bunch of people that drink. They uh, don't. There's people some that people some people like to like kind of shame or, you know, just make it clear that they don't fuck with anybody that does any of that kind of stuff. And I'm just like Man, if I if I only hung out with other people that didn't do anything, one, I'd be super lonely because I don't know that many of those people, <laughs> and two, like it could it cut me off from a bunch of people that I that I like and I enjoy hanging out with, and and like I have to look past that they do that. I'm mean, I'm not gonna like be super judgmental. Like, who am I to be throwing stones uh, from a glass house? Like, oh, you drink, so that must mean you're a bad person. That's crazy to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, I get that. <laughs> so the whole like you know straight edge thing as a community, I. You know, I'm straight edge. I, I call myself straight edge. I'm super into a lot of straight edge music, right? Like the whole minor threat, the you know that that started it. I was really into that in high school. In high school, so it was easy for me to relate. Like everybody around me was always smoking and drinking, and I felt like I kind of wanted to rebel against that. Oh. So the sobriety thing, like that's how straight edge started with the the in the late '70s, early '80s, the whole like disco cocaine thing was taking over. And yeah, the, the punks and hardcore kids were like, oh, and, and then also like the the junky punks, like the Sex Pistols and all that shit. That uh, I mean, I still think sucks, and I always did. The the kind of American punks, like in DC or whatever, were thinking, man, like it would be a cool way to rebel against all this like um, junky culture if we were just like sober. And um, I mean, I felt that. I don't know. That's dope. <laughs> I didn't even know that it, it went back that deep because I always thought all you know hardcore and metal bands and just they were all about that party shit. You know, what right? I mean? I mean, for the most part, it is. And then there's a small sect that that is super straight edge. And then some of the bands are really corny and they'll say things like, "Oh, if if, if you drive drunk, you should die," and things like that. <laughs> um, and I hear that. Sometimes. If you drive drunk, <laughs> you should die. Band X. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking wild. It's Who a little nutty. That shit? But yeah, I mean, straight edge hardcore is, is, is cool, man. Ch- check out Youth of Today. That's like the, the the fathers of the like second wave movement. They're they're like a newer band? No, no, no. They're from the 80s. Oh, okay. But a lot of bands today are like trying to emulate them and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that genre, I mean, hardcore punk and just punk in general is a very, I mean, it's, it's, right. it's like a... Big a, umbrella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that sound is kind of like, you know where it is, you know what I'm saying? They had, they all, there's similarities, I guess, yeah, is what yeah. I'm trying to say. But how did that, uh, that, that culture and anything, that have anything to do with why you wanted to do Faden Fest and, and do these big fucking shows and parties, basically? The Faden Fest thing, so, I started throwing parties when I was really young, and... I guess me being straight edge sort of gave me like this chip on my shoulder that like I wanted to show that I could I could party too. I wanted to show <laughs> that I could like get down and I mean you could say a lot of things but our the parties that I would put together and and it wasn't just me I had help from a lot of people all the time but starting in high school I mean they were fucking awesome. There were things like out of movies like people you know, we were young. I was in ninth grade, and we would we would we would do like guerrilla style. We'd go to FedEx and like start cutting out these little flyers because back then, I mean, there was MySpace, but it wasn't. 
like the the people that create social media weren't as good at getting you addicted to it like you had yeah. to open up bulletins the screen didn't move for you like yeah facebook and instagram like utilize all these weird things that make it addictive and and make you like stay on the site for a really long time that myspace didn't really have uh-huh. so it was it was good to promo some stuff and you could like put up some bulletins and then people would open them and know that the party was was happening but we did a lot of it on foot like printing out flyers and passing them out and telling people you know we, we would keep it as vague as possible like oh sick party tonight <laughs> with an address <laughs> and then you know we, we we got a lot of credit from the older kids in the school like the seniors and juniors were like man those those fucking kids they they know what's up you know Damn. so we started doing that I threw, I threw a party for my friend that was going to the marines and it was just like punk bands and ska bands in his backyard and uh, that was when we were still really young so we didn't we didn't add like the kegs or whatever but that came later when um, I was older and I was still straight edge but you know, like yeah, I, I thought, like party, you know, man. gotta have the party, gotta invite, you know, let everybody else get down. Yeah. And it just sort of evolved in this thing, and I, I, I always had this element where I like to add, like it was usually like punk, hardcore, um, and then I wanted there to be like this other element where there'd be DJs playing like booty or rap music, because <laughs> it, it just it just made it like more acceptable to a bigger crowd of people because you know not everybody likes hard music, not everybody likes to like go listen to rock bands live, even though like it was something that not it wasn't happening everywhere, so I felt like okay, th- we definitely have something cool here. We definitely have something that people would want to go to or that would interest people. But then the other element to it made it like, oh, okay, not only is it going to bring more people, it's also going to bring more girls. It's also going to make like the whole vibe better. I mean, more people would dance and whatnot. So, I mean, especially in those years, we're still like just getting out of the whole like rocker rapper thing. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where people will be like, no, no, I'm not going to go to that shit. It's lame. Or like, no, that's some rocker shit. Dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you have both in a party, it makes it more of like you you can't not go to this. Um, that's dope. You know, honestly, I mean, I, I was, you know, way young, you know, when you were doing all this shit. But, right. But that's like, you were like, that was like, that's like ahead of the curve, dude. Yeah, yeah. It, it felt it felt a little like that. I mean, there was other house parties and stuff all the time that I would, I would see happening and, and, and I would go to. But um, I just felt like what, what that that formula that I had of, of kind of making it so that everybody was invited, so that like every circle would come, was the good formula to go with. And then I did one in in, in at my friend's plant nursery in Hialeah. Yeah. It was basically just in the middle of the forest, like off the highway. Holy shit! And it was awesome. Like uh, fucking hundreds of people went. I think almost. I don't remember the number. It was, it was like over 700 people went. And, what the uh, fuck? And there's a bunch of hardcore bands played. A bunch of people uh, did uh, their rap sets. I think there was a freestyle battle. And then the rest of the time, there was just DJs playing. Like That's so dope. Right. Are you doing one this year? I don't know. Oh, come <laughs> I on. Now that I'm old enough, you I, stop I doing this shit, man. Come on, man. It, evol- it evolved to that big one where, where, where that trick that he headlined. Yeah, I remember, that I remember awesome. seeing that shit and being like... <laughs> Yo, didn't I like playing a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament with this dude? Bro? And then we got Trick Daddy headlining his house party. Like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah, people thought Alternate it was a joke. Universe. Yeah, me people too. thought it was a joke for the longest time, and that they thought that I was just trying to get people to go. And then, um, and then, Buddy when- always shows up at the gas station. I've met Trick Daddy yeah. multiple times. He smokes the great Duchess, but we don't play the same time. And he, he he has to feel them before he buys them every time. It was mad annoying, bro. Shout out to Trick Daddy though. Yeah. If you want to come on the show. You're welcome. I'll ask you about Eat a Booty Gang, all that shit. T double D, three hundred five mayor. Yeah, that guy is that guy's a, a fucking a hoot. But yeah, so how'd you actually get him on? I mean, you live this, like in this, the same neighborhood, basically. Right. Yeah, he's he's kind of like from around here, and yeah. it was 
the, it was the joke for a long time between me and my friends. Like, oh, yo, get fucking Trick Daddy to play your 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 house party. Get uh, get Trick Daddy to play your birthday party. He's the, he's a you know the, the biggest Miami rapper ever. That's and true. I was like, all right. And then I tried it, and then it worked. <laughs> and, yo, you and I started telling people like, yo, Trick Daddy's gonna Trick Daddy's gonna play my thing. Play, Trick Daddy's gonna play Fading Fest. And nobody believed me. Everybody, most people thought it was a joke. Most people like some people would even want me to send them like pictures of the contract because they thought I was just eating shit, or they thought I was like you know like clout chasing or like getting people to go to it. And then oh sorry he canceled. Yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But then he posted on his Instagram like a couple days before the party. And he made like the the promo video, like "Go, oh, come on out to Fade and Fest," and everyone was like, "Oh shit, he's Dude, fucking serious!" Dude, that's fucking right. awesome. So it helped me a lot because I I could be like, "Hey, I'm trying to like curate the rest of this lineup. Um, it's gonna be headlined by Trick Daddy. Would you want to play?" So everybody's like, "Yeah." Dude, <laughs> like, dude, but like, how did you approach him about playing it? Like, can you get into that? Or? Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was pretty normal. I, I like you just DM'd him on Twitter. Or you ran into him at the nah, gas station. I had, like, go, hey! I had to go through one of his one of his people and oh, uh, and kind of sell the idea to him. He was kind of. I mean, I don't want to give myself like no, this no, crazy I'll, amount of credit, right, but right. he. I feel like it. It sort of brought him back a little bit because at the time he wasn't doing much, and then after the party. I mean, he still does his shows, and, and he wasn't. You know, I, by no means am I saying that I like reinvigorated Trick Daddy's career. I understand, but facts definitely, facts. but definitely, like after that, he 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 like popped off again. Had like this like resurgence, and now he's on this show with uh, he's on the Love and Hip Hop, and he started you know these rumors about his, him making the cooking show and stuff. So I feel like it definitely helped, like maybe get him out of his shell. And like he's he suffers from um, from lupus, and he's kind of like an introvert. Oh. He was really shy. We went to his house with the with the Miami Herald and the Miami New Times to do an interview about the party that uh, we were gonna throw, and um, he was kind of worried. He didn't want to talk to us that much at first. He was kind of like, "What are these people doing in my fucking living room?" And and then once he came out, came downstairs to talk. I mean, it was like hours and hours of like old Florida, South Florida mythology and and stories about how things used to be and shit like man that's awesome trick daddy's like the the best version of like the old man get off my lawn but like miami hip-hop <laughs> <laughs> that's so dope man. he's totally awesome i mean i mean like i said he's a he's a cool guy yeah he is a cool guy but i don't know it was to that extent i don't know he had the lupus thing i mean um it's it's crazy people that are famous and then do something that's like they're exposed to a bunch of people or like introverted as fuck like yeah people wouldn't guess that i'm fucking introverted as fuck you know i don't really like talking to people you know what i'm saying that's why i'm like throw the party because like i know you so <laughs> i'm not gonna go to uh, any other party you're invited yeah 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 i mean i i i played around with with a couple options of what i was gonna do and i was really excited about going after um Method Man and Yeah, I saw that rings. it was even advertised yeah, or at I, least it was a post about it. It was supposed to happen, so I went as far as saying it and I was kinda like trying to give myself um how do you say it? Like speaking to existence or not speaking to existence but like give myself accountability like oh i said it so now I, I, i'm gonna have to go with this like, right, right i don't want right. to i don't want to be caught like saying that something's gonna happen and then it doesn't and then i look bad so i kind of said it on purpose like all right i'm gonna make this happen and it um you know things didn't work out it didn't make sense at the same time i'm, I'm also like kind of falling out of love with that like old school hip-hop and i and i thought like it if if and when i do something uh i kind of want it to be centered around some of like the newer gen stuff Okay. Yeah, I mean, we can get into that too. I mean, there's like a whole new generation of of rap, and right. SoundCloud rap, which is like a whole genre of music now. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Rap, no, no, I and I I really love that stuff, and I, I tell people all the time, like, I feel like that is like the today's punk, and that they have like so many similarities. And really? Yeah, yeah. I, I really feel that way. I think like I mean, 
Right, SoundCloud is like this open format, so probably like 99% of the music on there. This is on, on SoundCloud. Shout out to SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, shout out to SoundCloud. Like probably 99% of the music on SoundCloud is trash. But there's there's some on there that like, you know, makes up that SoundCloud genre that I think is like super important and that like just the whole way that it's so easy and open source to upload music and that anybody can just get exposure and make it like that, I think is is rare to history and that if this was like 20, 30 years ago, we'd kind of just be stuck listening to whatever like Clear Channel would want us to listen to. And uh, that makes sense. The artists that are like made in like fucking test tubes, like Drake, would be what we know, and then we wouldn't have like all these other people that come out of there. Which, which yeah. you know, the first gen is like you know, Chance the Rapper, and then it keeps going down. Dude, Chance, man, Chant, it, it started so great. Like, there, 10 Day was awesome. Like, 10 Day was a great tape. You right, know what yeah. I'm saying? And then Acid Rap was like. Like he was peak level, fucking yeah. killing it, and you know Gambino took him on tour and all that shit. Right, right. But like after that, I kind of everything he dropped has fallen flat for me too. No, my, me myself, I'm not a huge uh, Chance fan. I don't, I don't, I haven't really given him that much like of a chance. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I know that he's like, I know he he kind of like appreciates SoundCloud because that's where he kind of came up. So he, I think he's he's one of the main reasons why it's still a thing. Because remember, it was going to shut down a couple years ago because they couldn't afford to keep streaming everything. Yeah. So he's like a big donator to SoundCloud. Dude, I have him on Snapchat, and he 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 like promotes people's SoundCloud and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, Pam. So I don't know if that's like really a scumbag move because like he's hooking people up, but he's like charging. But like right, right. I get it, man. Business moves. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Promo, promo. But yeah, you know, but like forty bucks and he'll show your your SoundCloud links. Right. Like, okay, well that's dope. You know what I'm saying? No, like, yeah, yeah. He's he's cool as fuck. I didn't know that he like made money Chicago donations and, and stuff like that. That's yeah. awesome, man. I, like I said, he he went into like this gospel direction that I wasn't really feeling. Right. But um, I can't knock the hustle. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. It's weird, man. A lot of rappers now, once they get big, are like super into that lefty message you know what i mean yeah yeah it's corny i, I see that sometimes yeah because he said some he said some corny shit <laughs> you know as much as i fuck with his music he has said some corny shit but honestly uh, one of the the artists that like i discovered that like yo he was just a meme to me you know what i'm saying yeah. like straight up like i ain't fuck with him like i just thought it was hilarious like he has stupid hair and you know this that and the <laughs> third you know what i'm saying but xxx tentacion you know what i'm saying oh yeah man Absolutely. like that dude like to me he was in the same category as six nine and uh what's that other dude little uzi vert and yeah. little yachty and all these dudes who i just thought were clowns you know what i'm right. saying but i never peeped the music you know what i'm saying no i i mean i i hear that from so many people and as 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 popular as he is and as everywhere as he is and you know he's chartered on all these things and gotten platinum on all these things i think he's so underrated and i think he's so important and um it's hard to sell that idea to a lot of people now bro because of his image uh, not, yeah, right. And I'm not saying like his violent image. I'm saying like the way he presents himself, the hair and the right, exactly the stuff. tattoos on his face and and, yeah. and and the hair and all that. And you know, the, most of the times you're gonna see a picture of him is is it, at least a couple of years ago it was gonna be a mug shot. Right, right. And I mean, when I rolled onto him, um, at first I didn't give it a shot either. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Um, and I heard a lot of like the kind of like emotional sad stuff first, which which turned me off even more. And that really wasn't even, like, the state of mind I was in, and I wasn't ready to be listening to that stuff. I was like, oh, I don't... I mean, this is not what I come to rap music for, right? Right. So, I didn't give it a shot. And then, when I revisited it later, um, not only was I, like, more okay with all that stuff, but then I heard all, like, the hype shit, and I was like, oh, my God. Ah. Well, I was like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't stop listening to it, like... For months and months on end, just every day, the same thing. Like, the people I live with, you know, like, my, my students were just like, why is this guy always listening to X? But, um, 
That's funny, dude. Really, your fucking students were like they liked them. Like they like like yeah. the kids. They always talk about their favorite rappers and shit. And, you know, they they like X. They like they like Travis Scott. And they like. I mean, for the longest, I was like, man, I can't really relate to like a lot of the stuff they like. I would try to play Outcast for them, and they'd be like, man, this is some old shit. This is, <laughs> they'd be like, my dad likes this shit, and I was like, fuck, how can you not like Outcast? Outcast, yeah. But then, uh, but then, and then, yes, I mean, some of the stuff they would show me, I still didn't like. And I'd be like, man, this is like some bullshit. And, and a lot of it has like a lot of auto tune, which turns me off. But then some of the stuff they would show me, I was like, damn, let, let me let me like, link me to that. Damn, for real. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes they'd be pulling out that heat, you know, that little anime shit with the glasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the shit just shines white. They just, yeah, I'm going to link you to that. No pressure, man. Yeah. Got you. No, nah, it, was, it, it, was, it was, for me, I found it like just the right time because, um, uh, I'd I'd heard like you know the verse he did on the Kodak song. Um, yeah. And you know I heard like like you said the hype stuff but like the the dumb hype shit like um I don't know like some some shit is dumber than others. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean some of the stuff it 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 it's has like lyrical no substance but it's on purpose and it's all about like the delivery and like that type of song is just gonna be for that. And then there's some stuff where he gets you know he's just a really diverse artist. He even like makes like like yeah. metal songs with breakdowns and yeah. <laughs> and, so, yeah and people don't believe me, bro. Like yeah. dude, that's the thing is like trying to sell that like yo listen to this XXX and they're like I'm not listening to that mumble rap garbage. It's not even a rap song. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean, like, and they like half the time people don't believe me, and they won't even give it a shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I I tell people that I like that stuff all the time, and they're just like, "What the fuck?" Like, you know, I get it. It's like it's hard to swallow at first because I mean, his name you can't even really pronounce. It's not like in English. In, in, no, it's in Latin. Yeah, and he looks what? he looks, uh, you know. Like n- a delinquent, like not right. Not, <laughs> he doesn't have like the most easily digestible uh, image, yeah. like you said before. But uh, no, I think yeah, as an artist, man, he's just really impressive, and he dabbled in so many different genres and and whatnot, and explored so many different sounds. There was this this interview he was in, and they, you know, like the popular thing for rappers to do is like compare themselves to Tupac, and then usually they'll either like say like yeah I'm better than Tupac so that they can like get. Like an, a, an article written about them that they said they're better than Tupac, some people can like make fun right, of. Right, right. But then it works out in their favor because they get popularity. Right. Or they'll be like, no, yeah, you know, Tupac's the goat. You know, never been to be as good as Tupac. But he didn't back down at all. He was like, he was like, do I think I'm better than Tupac? He was like, yeah, fuck yeah. Like Tupac only made rap music. He's like, I make a bunch of types of music. I make rock music. Tupac didn't make no rock music. And I'm like, damn. I mean, if if if, if, if that's what it, it's kind of like in basketball when I don't know they they used to ask people like Derrick Rose like. Oh, you know, how do you feel about the MVP? And he'd be like, oh, like, I am the MVP. Or I am that. Like, I, that's how you want from, like, someone you're going to, like, absorb their content. Like an artist or an athlete or something. You want like, them to be you want confident them to think, in their product. Yeah, right? right. You want them to think that they are that they are the best. You want them to believe in themselves if you're going to believe in them. And, that's uh, true. That is a good point. I think it's just it's different with music because it's almost like it's a form of expression. And it's like grading your form of expression versus somebody else's form of expression. Right. And also someone like Tupac who is considered legendary in, yeah. in the whatever you're talking about. It's like if Der- if after Derrick Rose won that MVP, they're like, Derrick Rose, you won the MVP. You play for the Bulls. Are you better than Jordan? And he was like, fuck yeah, I'm better than Jordan. I'm the youngest MVP. What the fuck do you think? And people were like, eh. Yeah, you'd be like, well, that's a little disrespectful. Well, you know, and I'm not even saying that what I said was disrespectful because I don't know. I don't. I'd have to see it. But like... Um, that doesn't sound I mean like I get his logic you know right, what I'm right. I understand the logic behind it like, okay the dude made one genre of music he was very one dimensional in that regard genre wise whereas like you know X is I don't know but I, that's the thing is I don't know to what extent does he write the guitar stuff and, and the folk stuff cause yeah there is guitar and there's stuff that's very folky yeah. stuff that's very metally but to what extent does he have in writing that 
I'm not I sure. Never, I mean, into it. I think. I mean, I, I know he can play the piano, um, and he can obviously sing a little bit. I don't know yeah. how much of the rest of the stuff. I mean, he produces some of his songs too, but I think those are more like the the rap ones. Yeah, the rock songs. I'm pretty sure he's just collaborating with people. Um, and and I'm you know I'm not saying that he's better than Tupac. Or like I'm, I I like him better than Tupac, but I mean like Tupac has like this. You. I always like the Biggie more than Tupac anyway. To be honest. Yeah, I think I I like Biggie better than Tupac too. But 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 Tupac just has this like insane resume, man. Like yeah, he had so much output of of music, and a lot of it came out posthumously too, which which is what what X is doing now. But man, I mean he made so many records. It's it's nuts. I honestly um I mean the thing with Tupac too is that there's like a whole bunch of lore behind his legend of like yo, did he die did he not die right right he predicted his death and the Machiavelli stuff there's so much like subliminal shit which I think is kind of the same thing that's going on with X right, right now right. Is like, I mean he had the video for Sad where he was in a coffin and shit and then he dies yeah and that video comes out after he died and shit right and, it, it, and it's the same thing with like the LeBron and the Jordan debate like we don't we don't we don't have to compare them but it's just a fun thing that people do yeah people say you know X is, the, is this generation's Tupac I mean I don't you know, know man no disrespect to Tupac because like, like I said he made so much fucking music and and um, you know this kid didn't he didn't get to live long enough to do that I mean I, I really wish the world could have seen it but unfortunately it didn't happen no nah, yeah there's so much untapped potential that was there yeah uh, and just in the short amount of time that he was alive I mean the, the, the short amount of time that he was even active in the music Right, well, right. In, in 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 two three years, he just put out you know. I don't a lot of stuff. It like honestly, as a musician, as a drummer who plays in a band and buses asked to make music, like sometimes I'm a little like jealous of like some of these <laughs> SoundCloud rappers in this whole wave because it's like the 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 effort to success ratio is like. Fuck, bro! Like you guys legitimately put minimal effort into like that guy Juice World. You know who Juice World is? Yeah, yeah. That that whole song that popped off for him that I don't know what it's fucking called. Uh, I think it's called Lucid Dreams. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that song. That that I was watching an interview. He's like, yeah, I wrote that song in like twenty minutes. Yeah. You know, it was kind of like a throwaway thing. You know, whatever. And I was like, okay, fuck you. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. There's there's definitely. It seems so easy. I feel that. I feel that. Like that. That's. That's common along with a lot of people. I mean, I get that that like envy myself. Like, man, if these guys can do it, you know, I want to fucking do it. And I think that's why we have like such the, such an oversaturation of rap music now, especially because so they see produce. yeah they see like this the the success pattern like oh he this person did that I want to be able to do that too. And I mean, <clears throat> it's like the only genre of music almost. Like, if you look at the the top albums, the top songs, the top. There's different types of rap, but it's almost all rap. Like rock music is going extinct, and uh, <laughs> it's sad. You're like, you know, yeah, it is. I'm a, I'm a rocker. You know, I like, grew up like into like punk and hardcore, and, and and even like on all the classic shit too. But um, that kind of stuff, it's really hard for a headlining band to like go on tour with by themselves. It's really hard for them to sell out like a big venue. Stuff that was super possible, like you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago. You know, you don't see that much anymore. And I still have, like, a couple bands that I really love, but it's, like, it's it's, it's sprinkled out. It's not like, you know, like, there's rap everywhere, right? The, the most popular mainstream artists are rap, and then the underground thing is rap. It's, it's rap, rap, rap. It's like, yeah. it's, like, the genre right now. I mean, another artist that I, I always clowned when I first heard of him, even when his song popped off, uh, White Iverson, Post Malone. Oh, yeah. I mean, Post exactly. Malone's sick. Right. Post Malone is, is, is a super mega power, like popular artist globally. Yeah. And, um, he was a failed metal musician. Right. And not all of his not all of his stuff is rap, but it's, it's, it's not. it still goes under. 
under the uh, the umbrella of rap. It shouldn't. The song stay is not yeah. a rap song. That's what I'm saying. Like when when I started being a teacher, when I, definitely when I was in school, it was like, oh, are you a rocker or a rapper? And then when I was when I started becoming a teacher, it was still that, but I could see that it was like changing a little bit, and that there wasn't as many rockers. And there was like there was like scene kids and whatnot, but there wasn't that many rockers left. Like there wasn't there wasn't punks, there wasn't metalheads, there wasn't like the long hair dudes, there wasn't the skater dudes. There was just like the you know like the fucking uh, warp tour kids. And then the, the rappers, and then now in in the classroom, it's it's more like at the school level where I mean people don't give it enough credit for that's like a lot of influence comes from is like the high schools are like it's breeding ground for like shared culture because like kids have to be like locked up in a building all day like with their phones yeah. exploring stuff or like making content. The now it's more like what kind of a rapper are you? Do you like do you like rap music that's like this? Like do you like do you like that sad rap music? Or do you exactly. like hype rap music? Right. It's like Man, and, and it's, it's more like that. So there's 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 different types of rap music to fill like the voids that we used to fill with like rock or rap because I mean there's the rappers that make music that's like kind of like rock, like X and like you know right. City Morgue and all this other stuff that that's coming out Suicide Boys and Ghost Main. Ah, I can't fuck with Ghost Main. <laughs> can't take an adult who has like white hair. I can't. I just it's like it's it stop like, stealing names dog like, like, like I wish mo- there was some more original names like XXXTentacion that's a random ass fuck original ass name and it's not even random what it means is actually dope as fuck yeah but um I mean like Lil Uzi Vert Lil Yachty Ghost Mane fuck Lil Pump like these are such unoriginal oh, fucking I think names. Spotify has I don't remember the number but there's so many Lils, Lils. yeah so many Lils I can't even and imagine. And Young, too. Young, whatever. <laughs> Lil, whatever. Who started that? Was it Lil Wayne? Who started Lil that? Wayne is probably the first Lil. I don't know who the first Young was. Maybe. Young Jeezy? Young Jeezy, maybe. I don't know. There's a Young there's, Thug is one of the popular ones. Young Thug. Oh, God. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's such a basic name. You're just a Young Thug? Like, all right. I mean, I can't argue with it. You know what I'm saying? Even though he was like, no. the first one to be on some flamboyant. Uh, yeah, yeah. According to this article, there's uh, over 800. Fuck. Um, not 800. I can't fucking pronounce numbers. Over 8,000 artists on Spotify to start with Lil. There we go. Over 8,000 Lils. 8,000. On Spotify. So imagine all the ones outside of Spotify. Yeah, SoundCloud SoundCloud. must have much more because they allow anybody. (laughs) Yeah. That's fucking crazy, man. I mean, that's the thing is, I've actually, I've had the thought to like just put out rap music and yeah. anonymously little jc little jc there you go and uh and just see if it if it catches young throne young yeah for real something right that that actually sounds like a fucking name. there's that kid little zan like what yeah what kind of name is that man but uh like you're just putting out rap music anonymously and if something picks up like all right i'm taking my band to open for me the rapper <laughs> you know what i mean like fuck it Hitting the road as young yeah. young throne, and then for opening opening for young throne as you know yeah. And that, I'm telling you that sentiment is not rare, man. Especially the people that are that are talented as musicians that know that they could probably do something like that and be successful with it. Um, especially like in in, in the metal man, and, and, right. and punk scenes and whatnot, they're just like hmm. They see the wave, and especially now that there are like these mixed genre shows because the 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 kids at the rap shows are like mosh pitting and, yeah. and stage diving and doing all those things. So there's definitely like an opening in you know in demand for that kind of stuff so 
I see that that I mean the Ghost Band is from a hardcore band out of West Palm Beach. That's what I'm saying. Like these these fucking hardcore dudes are just making rap music and becoming <laughs> famous, and then just plugging the hardcore shit. And then they put their and then they put their bands to open up for their. Rap That's what shit. does that what Ghost Man does? Is that what he I does? I saw Ghost Man's band play. That's already an idea. <laughs> so you're telling me this is already an idea? You're a little late, man. You need, God damn it. You need to get your your bars up. <laughs> Fuck, bro. That's the thing. I have a beat. I've told many people about this beat. That I have. I wrote this little guitar thing. I was like, I, and I sent it to my producer. Shit. I was like, yo, man, I'm feeling like some little peep shit. There you go. Like, do some with this guitar shit. Like, use it. Sample it. Yeah. And he sampled it and gave me a beat in like 20 minutes, bro. And it was lit. Dude, yeah, you're a drummer, so you probably already have like a really good ear for that kind of stuff. For like rhythm and flow. That's the thing is, yeah. I don't know how to come in on a track, bro. Like, Dude, maybe, I don't know. I just don't get it. And I don't know how to use auto tune. Just add like, add like that raw Florida sound, which you, is. You gotta drop bass that sounds like you seen you seen the World of Worlds with Tom Cruise. Yeah, when those fucking alien tripods land and anything with that bumps, man. I love that. Words? All right, well, it's just like this minimalist, like in a car. It sounds so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. A lot of people put music in their car. That's actually uh, when uh, when we uh, master our stuff. Our guitar player Brian, who uh, masters mixes all all of our stuff. Yeah, he mixes shit three ways. He mixes it with headphones. He mixes it through studio quality monitors, yeah. and then he mixes it uh, like through like for car speakers. Yeah, because if it, it sounds, sounds good so in the different. car, and so many people listen to shit in their car nowadays. Yeah, you give someone like a link to your EP, they're like, "All right, let's throw it on my next drive, whatever, pop it on, and not even think about it." You know, yeah. uh, that's how podcasts got big too. Like on trips to Orlando or stuff like that, I'll listen to a podcast, and it'll, one podcast will be the whole trip. Right, right, right. You have to. Yeah, that's it's like so easy to to make content, and so many content that's tugging at you, and I think that's why songs have been getting shorter too. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I didn't think about it like that, but I think you're probably right. And Attention spans are getting shorter. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I mean, that was always uh, my thing. In you know, when I was when I was getting into like music for the first time. See, like, I started off with all the classic shit that my dad was like an influence on me. You know, like Led Zeppelin, Jimi Hendrix, and the Beatles, and yada yada. Yeah. And then um, it took me a while to kind of break away from that. You know, for better or worse, probably for worse. <laughs> <laughs> but I used to go see all those dinosaurs with my dad and it was you know we saw you too we saw the Rolling Stones we saw everybody that came through here and then I went to one punk show at like some billiard club where people were running around like punching themselves in the head and just jumping off of shit and I was like dad I'm I'm, I'm not going with, with you anymore to those concerts and he was like what do you mean these are great artists and I was like nah shit sucks oh <laughs> man I just, just broke your dad's heart and I just like I, yeah pretty much from that point I only wanted to go see that kind of stuff and I liked songs that were like a minute and a half see even, that's even the like thing. the most basic level stuff like like the Ramones or whatever I was like oh got it yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything longer than two minutes, you lost me. <laughs> no, but that that's funny. I think everyone has that kind of realization. There's, like, these groups that you listen to as children that yeah. are like, whoa, because that's, like, really all you know. Like, when I was a real, real little kid, um, I was super into Michael Jackson. Yeah. My aunts were super into Michael Jackson. And then the whole case started was coming Was Michael out. Jackson really into you when you were a little, little kid? I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That case, <laughs> that case started to come about. And I was like, man, I don't like Michael Jackson that much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, they were still super into it. They didn't believe it. You know what I'm saying? Right. But as a little kid, I'm like, I'm I am the target, so I can't fuck with Michael no more. <laughs> and I started listening to rap and shit, and it just went from there. Eight Mile came out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying I saw Eight Mile, and then the Eminem show. That was like one of the first CDs I bought. So no. I started with hip hop and stuff, and I went to to metal and stuff later. 
I remember being like a fourth grader and and feeling like such a badass when I like listen to Eminem. Oh, dude, <laughs> oh what? What? Dude, don't like I was put doing my hood something on, bro. bad. Yeah. Put my hood on, bro. If I put my hood on right now and I put on some Eminem, bro, that's it. I'm I'm be rabbit. Right. <laughs> I I'd, I'd come home from fucking elementary school with like some mixed CD that somebody yeah. made me and, and I'd, I'd be like hiding it from my mom. Like, oh, oh man, I have something so naughty. Yeah, bro. She can't. <laughs> it was crazy. Bro, I would like literally think I'm Eminem, bro. Like, yeah. bro, I would sit there with like a little piece of paper and just be scribbling down raps and shit during recess bro like i like i'm about like i'm about to battle somebody after school type shit yeah. bro it was ridiculous one time bro the you know what made me, re- made me realize how ridiculous it was bro one time the teacher was like hey what are you writing there and i'm like hey man hey, chill out and she <laughs> took it and she started reading and she's like what the fuck like she was like <laughs> appalled by my little three-year-old raps and shit and i'm just she like she needed to take a shower after you know reading maybe, shit. maybe i should like chill out with these raps dude because it was like because as she was reading it, she was reading it back out loud to me. And I'm like, man, that's some cornball ass shit. <laughs> Eight-year-old eight me was like, that was cheese right she was there. That roasting was nothing on your bars. Yeah, yeah, she was roasting my bars, dude. It was bad. I don't even want to get into what, what my eight-year-old bars were like because I'm pretty sure I remember some terrible lines. Like, that's the thing. Is after that movie came out, battle rap became like a thing. Yeah, yeah. So we would download beats off of LimeWire and have like shitty battle raps in like the oh, room yeah. and like ugh, it was like i would hang out with older kids bro so they would do good yeah. and then it'd be me versus my cousin was like around the same age and we would both suck ass and they would just laugh at us so it was bullshit i didn't realize i was the butt of the joke till years <laughs> later i was like yeah i'm rapping i'm rapping right i'm cool right oh yeah we're here you thought you were the shit yeah you, like, actually sucked <laughs> yeah no i sucked ass and then but every kid in america is like 99 <laughs> and then now it's funny that now kids are the same way like white kids are listening to like trap music and like, yeah, oh, I sell yeah, drugs. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. 21 Savage. I'll kill you. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't get that. <laughs> I don't. I don't get. It, I don't. I mean, what is the I violent they, they nature? Can't of relate it. to it, yeah. but it still feels like know, like a good form of expression. I don't, I don't know. That, I mean, that kind of like violence in in music has always been popular. You see it in other genres too. Yeah, that's true. Um, Fucking insane clown, that clown posse and their, their horrorcore. And they're like, yeah, we shot this lady. I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of Eminem stuff where it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. gunshots go off or, like, or the, the song Kim. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? Dude, the first time I heard that song, I was like, whoa, can't show that to my mom. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I can't do this or, or clean it out my closet. You know what I'm saying? I mean, video. yeah. Shout out, shout out to my mom for, like, growing up with music, I was allowed to just pretty much play like she was overprotective of me on some things but i could blast music at almost any time at any at, in the, the day and she wouldn't say anything like she late as fuck at night or she just wouldn't she give you shit. didn't like almost any of the music i played but she <laughs> just i don't know man like you know some people get like annoyed with with sound and and they need quiet and some people don't she's definitely one of the people that don't like oh. we would we, me and my friends used to blow firecrackers in my room what and she wouldn't fuck? say anything but but yeah it's like little you know CDs were, were, were at full blast at, at random times, and she wouldn't complain to me. That's crazy. <laughs> That's probably the like, the best thing I got away with. Hey, well, shout out to that, man, because, you know, I, well, and shout out to my mom, because growing up as a drummer, you know what I'm saying, having oh, her I, having to listen to me suck for I years. I imagine. Like, God damn, I, I, if I had to live with a shitty drummer, I'd just kill myself. <laughs> like, you know, I don't have the patience <laughs> to sit there and watch them get good. Like, no. Especially, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it was years. It took me years to get halfway decent, you know what I mean? How did you get mixed up with this Otto Von uh, Scratch guy? How did oh. that happen? Because that guy has like hundreds of thousands of views on YouTube. Like this guy's like a like a thing. Yeah, he's famous, man. He's yeah, he's, he's famous like, for sure. Like that's wild. I'd never heard of him. Um, Otto. Okay, so I had heard of him in high school. My friend was a fan, and um, what would you even call his music? 
I guess Miami base. All right. Like it, from the same tree of Two Life Crew, but with like more. It's like a little bit more electronic. It, he calls it. Um, I mean, it's in the EDM. Uh, no, IDM. Like IDM. instead of electronic dance music, uh, intelligent dance music. Okay. I guess I'm. These are some interesting. There's lot. There's lots of. There's lots of different genres. That, I mean, Miami bass is probably what he would call it. Um, That's fucking. I've never heard of that. Yeah, so we we when I was young, I knew about him because he was like a popular DJ in South Florida, and and he would play all like the Art Basel events, and I think Art oh. Basel might have been like maybe a little new at that point, um, and I would like try to go to them and whatnot, and I was just like a casual fan, like I knew it was like like this weird guy that made music. Oh, so back then he made he made like uh, how do you call it? It's not grindcore, but it's like the electronic version of that. Electric grindcore. <laughs> what is he? I don't know. I, these are all the genres that I avoid. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, people are like, "Yeah, man, you want to ch- check out my noise band?" No, <laughs> I don't. That 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 yeah, that's so like super big in Miami. Like the noise, the yeah, noise I movement. That. I don't get that either. Right, some of it's fun. Yeah, you go into the green room at Churchill's on like a Wednesday. And yeah, and the people are there like, like feedback and shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's just basically playing noise. Like, yeah. I don't get it. But um, I mean, how did yeah, like how did you get mixed up with them? Did you? you well, you went to one of the shows or what? Well, I got him to play the Faden Fest with Trick Daddy. Oh, yeah, he what was, the he fuck? he was the. It's an interesting combo. He was the act right before Trick Daddy. Oh, okay. actually, he was the co-headliner. Uh, yeah, kind of, kind of like the co-headliner. Man, his and his set just fucking like demolished it. It was it was awesome. Really? There was like all people these people were loving char- it? loving it. All these characters on stage and everybody dancing. Like you know, he brings like this this whole like, experience like to a live show. Is like people dressed up like. I mean, I guess you could call them furries, but it's like there's like they the have alligator. The giant yeah, right. Like there's the giant costumes, um, and almost like Guar, would you say? Kind of like Guar, yeah, right. Yeah, Guar, because Guar puts on a crazy fucking show, and I'm not a big fan of their music either. Right, right, right. Yeah, like they're there for the live show. Yeah, no, like not that many people are like bumping Guar CDs in their house. Like, exactly. <laughs> but exactly. you definitely want to go see them. Like, yeah. and not wear like shirt that you care about because <laughs> it'll end up fucking green. Or Getting whatever. blood on you or whatever. But um, and then leading up to that point, I was I was going out a lot to a lot of his shows to kind of like get a feel for how it was gonna be at mine. And then I started doing like the thing with him. I started like dressing up as the fucking some of the animals once once uh, once in a while and like and like performing with him. And then it just sort of evolved from that. And then I became, like, part of the crew. And he calls it, like, the Bermuda Triangle family, the Bermuda Triangle crew. So I'm, you know, he's 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 the, the mastermind behind the project. He makes all the music, right? I mean, he's like a hell of a DJ. I'm sort of like his hype man now. I perform with him. I wear my little fucking shorts that say Faden. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Yeah, that's how... That's how so I you're basically just, but like, a character. But he's famous, background? yeah. I mean, he's... he's uh, like people some of my friends get mad at me because we go out and then i gotta stop and like say hi to people all the time because a lot of people know me and but i get that with him and like if, if you walk around winwood with auto you're like you're in for a bad time man like he's everybody will stop you and be like oh my god i've seen your youtube um, videos like yo it's auto everywhere man oh for real that's wild yeah do you definitely. think he would do this show like do an interview or is he more like a private guy i don't know i can ask him he might I don't know, man. Just free, free public. He'd be doing me a favor. I'm not doing anybody any favor. Anybody who comes on this show is doing me a favor. Like, I might get you like three or four people. To, you know what I'm saying? Like to actually go and check you out. You know, like the most. I think the most listened to episode I have is like 200 something. Yeah. You know, on an episode. Oh, well, uh, but that guy. That, speaking of characters, bro, you ever heard of the band Macronium? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. I, oh, I go you way back with them. I know, uh, I know Joseph. Dude, that's that. That's my most listened to episode. Man. <laughs> really? Yeah. Joe is a fucking character, man. Yeah, I'm a big fan of his, man. I don't know if he remembers me, but I, I, uh, I used to, I used to uh, be cool with him and some of these guys that he was really? with in like PSN. Yeah. Um, you know Danny? Danny what? Gill. Maybe if I see, I don't know. The you guys faces. look kind of the same. Really it's funny, a little bit, right? Doesn't it kind of look like Danny? Yeah, <laughs> fuck you. I mean, but I was I'm, I'm, I was a big fan of uh, of Joseph's backyard wrestling. A dude, yeah, <laughs> like, shit. I used to watch his videos and be like, man, this guy is fucking insane. Like, yeah, breaking this glass and and barbed wire on his back and shit. Shout out to Joe, man, awesome guy. Yeah. He always listens. That that's one guy I can count on. He's really? always listening. Yeah, well, cool, yeah. Joe's man. great. Well, you got a fan here, man. Dude, you got to come out to a show, man. They're always doing shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. They, they play at Churchill's often, and I, and I try to make it out. You've, man, you got to come out. I was supposed to play. First of all, man, I wanted to get on a Faden Fest, bro. What happened? I, I think I wanted to get on the Method Man one. Dude, it, it might happen. We'll see, man. I, I I actually was on Facebook today, and the event page for Faden Fest 4 was coming up for like this weekend. And I was like, oh, fuck. I, got, I forgot to edit that because it's not this weekend. So I just you know put it further down the line. And I'll probably keep doing that until I have like a real thing. But I'm at this point, it's just it's I get these the great ideas. Yeah, it's just up in the air is exactly how to put it. I get these great ideas on like what to do, and I just I don't want to take a step back or like I don't want to I don't want to do For something sure. small. I want to. I mean, I did I did like this insane house party last year that you know <coughs> no, I, I just considered it like something else, right? And it was and it was really fun. And it we wasn't Faden Fest, it, right? Exactly. I don't want to call it that. Like. Like I think calling I mean, in the whole Faden Fest name like start off as a joke. I mean, like, that was, <laughs> it caught on pretty quick though. Right? It's, it's it's like funny. People were like, "Oh man, this guy's such a douche. He names his shit after himself." And I was like, you know, but it, it's that's like if you're mad about it, then it worked. Yeah. Well, hey, <laughs> bro, you're talking about it, right? You talking about it? You're not. Right. Right. Exactly. Are you gonna show up or you're not gonna show? Up? You're there, bitch. Shut the yeah. fuck up. <laughs> Like, you know why, what I'm why are you upset about yeah. it? I don't get mad at you, but like for what you call your dog or whatever. It's alliteration. Like, yeah, exactly. why are they mad? And, and and it worked, too. Like, I think that, that song that was like... Because you're oh, going to get faded, faded. You know what I'm saying? Faded. That song was popular on the time that that shit started. And people would be like, oh, I'm going to go get faded at Fading Fest. Oh, dude, it's just so easy. <laughs> it's funny, dude. It's literally named after someone who's straight edge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have the perfect last name to be just making puns all fucking day, bro. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Man, that's why. So, like... When you're at your own festival, yeah, like the honey dips just come up to you and shit, or like, what's up, man? Like they just, oh, Eric, I have cool party and shit. You're like, hey, you're not gonna room upstairs, right? It's something like that. But, oh, okay, all right. But that's I, why, that's never why I'm saying, to. invite me, bro. I'm, I'm posting up <laughs> next to you all night, VIP, right next to Faden, bro. I'm, I ain't moving. Good, good. Uh, you, you can help me because I, I never have time for anybody. I never like. If you see me, I look like a crackhead. Whenever <laughs> oh, so many things are going on, the fuck out. yeah. I mean, I, I'm just trying. I'm just like thinking about everything at once, and I have to usually have to like organize and orchestrate all this stuff at one time. And it's uh, it's hard for me to just like chill out and and do my Enjoy. own thing. I mean, usually, you know, shout out to my friends that have helped me and stuff in the past because a lot of times I do like make an emphasis beforehand like yo i really want to just chill for some at least a, a good portion of this so like i need you guys to help me and they'll do a lot of stuff like my sisters help me a lot of times you know um my friend chris has always been like a good backup for uh helping me use equipment and whatever um you know same you know rick uh, austin that's you know, awesome gentleman. yeah making it happen but yeah i mean you get a little bit of time to enjoy your fucking party you know right right like i want to i want to let loose i want to i want to i mean 
if, if there's ever a day that I kind of break edge, it's probably the Fade and Fest days because I'll be on so much caffeine. It's not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, I will I will drink like multiple energy drinks and and look like a crackhead. I can't do energy drinks, man. I don't <laughs> right, know if right. it's because it, I'm such a mellow guy and I'm more of like a downer person drinks yeah. and, and weed and stuff. But ugh. Yeah, you no, know, they get me super anxious. I'll be like shaky. Do you um? You've never done like uh, Adderall or anything like that? No, never. Huh. That's wild. I want. I want. I, I would like to know what I'm like on that, but I. I'm just. You just don't want to take that. Leap. I don't want to know enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, enough to, to to break. I get that. Yeah. And I, I can I can honestly respect that. I mean, it comes from something that is just ingrained in you. You've always liked that. The yeah. movement, the music. It's always been right. I mean, it's you. sometimes it's sometimes it's kind of a bummer. Like I, it's not that I'm like not proud of like what I am or who you know I turned out to be, but um, like dropping that bomb, especially when it comes like to dating, is hard. Like. Oh, you don't drink. Oh, so like they automatically think you're a square, or like right, right. Or like, oh, you don't smoke. Oh, so like they're automatically thinking like, oh, we can't chill. Like, there's there's a lot of stuff that I like to do that we can't do together. And I'm like, man, like I'm still fun though. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> it's hard to get that through to people. Like, you know, just because uh, I don't do something doesn't mean like you can't do it with me, uh, and I'll be there like doing something else. Or you know, and, and it, it definitely definitely turns people off um, that are like super big into drinking or smoking from hanging out with me, which you know has its own like negative consequences socially but uh i think I, like people who have that attitude where it's like oh if you don't do something then i can't fuck with you type shit is like mo- not not 100 percent, but maybe 80 percent of the time p- people that you don't want to fuck with anyway yeah that's a good way to look at it it's like a filter to like weed out who you shouldn't probably want to chill with in the first place yeah yeah because uh i i get that point I, but this is my thing too is like as someone who 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 likes to 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 get high on the regular or whatever and you know, it was in the dating scene. You know what I'm saying, like, yeah. I've talked to chicks who, and I've dated a chick who doesn't really smoke like that, and like they they say they're cool with it and shit, and like <laughs> most of the time, dog is like they'll tell you they're cool with it to get past like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But once you really start to date the person, they they start. Oh, do you really have to smoke right now? Or, right, right. Blah, I mean, but and the, so but the you realize that also a problem. Where where they'll be like, oh, I'm cool with you not smoking and drinking, and then. Like some time will pass and they'll be like, oh, but I just like want to like drink right now. Like, why can't you? I like I want to be able to drink with my man. Like, oh, right, 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 type shit. Like, yeah, yeah, like take a shot with me, type shit. Right, like my God, but it's like my birthday. You want drink? And I'm like, uh, nah. Yeah, 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 I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but that that's what I'm saying. That kind of makes it weird. Yeah, it's a big bummer. It's, it's um, sucks. it just sucks though, cause it really shouldn't be that way. But it's like people. Hey, if I'm gonna be a degenerate, you be a degenerate with me. I kind of feel like people get that. Like, oh, you think you're better than me because you're not drinking type shit. Right, right. They get self conscious. They they think yeah. Like, like if they're gonna be fucked up, you're gonna be like making fun. Judging of them. them or right. Whatever. Yeah, looking down on them. Yeah. Yeah, and I I get that, but like you don't seem like the type of person. Someone who knows you, I'm sure would know that. You're right. That type I, I like of so I try to give off that as much as possible lately because i did realize that it, it is kind of like detrimental to like being able to make friends easily just being like oh i am straight edge yeah i mean it also has like this like dick connotation to it like so, yeah. so which I, tr- I need to try to get away from a lot of times so when people i mean i might my go-to when people be like oh why don't you smoke a drink i'd be like oh because you know that's bad for you you're like or and that sounds like judgy in, in and of itself like yeah so i, I just kind of changed it to um yeah, you know, it's not for me. I'm not, not, you know, I just, you know, I'm fine with you doing that. It. Just, it's not for me. That may, it sounds the, better. Yeah, 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 for sure. No, no, no. And, and, and I don't necessarily agree that, like, uh, that you should have to censor yourself that way, but yeah. the way that people are nowadays, like, they'll just assume you're saying the negative. Right. You like, know what I mean? the, you'll, you'll, you, someone will say, nah, you know, I've, I've never really been into smoking and drinking. And what the other person will hear is, I am better than you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And like, I just don't want to give that off, like, ever. Yeah, I mean, because you're already, like, a lot of people, you can't even be, like, fit and, like, just, like, 
take a picture of like your abs without people being like, oh, you 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 you're, you're fat shaming, bro. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it's it's wild. It's so sad. You can't do anything uh, that someone else doesn't do. They they find anything you do is a flex to other people. Right, right. right. I mean, you can't just live a certain lifestyle. Like, oh, I'm vegan. Like, oh, also, so I'm I'm shit because I like steaks. Yeah, exactly. Like, and just that, do you. Right, right, right. That's how I look at it. Like, I'm not vegan. You know what I'm saying? I think we were made to eat meat. Right. But I was a vegan for a long time. I'm not I'm anymore. Sure, you were. You. Yeah. Nah, I can't <laughs> oh, I almost lost it there. But we made it. We made it, and I'm not gonna do it. But um, <laughs> no, it's a long story. But I, we can get into that after. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think people should be as judgy. You know what I'm saying? Like, but when it does come to the dating thing, I I, I can I can understand why if you're someone who smokes or drinks, you would kind of want someone who does yeah. it. Maybe to not a fucking life threatening extent. You don't want to date an alcoholic <laughs> or a junkie. But you know what I'm saying? Someone who likes to get down every once in a while. What? You want to date a junkie, Louis? <laughs> no, Laughing over there in the fucking corner. God bro. damn it! That doesn't sound like a laugh of agreement. <laughs> Sounds like a laugh of disapproval. Yeah, I just figured like some fucking junkies like, are easier like, to get in bed. Yeah, huh? I just have a picture of my head like one of those chicks that regularly go to ultra be like bro i'm gonna go date me an alcoholic bro. <laughs> yo uh that's, that's what i want i can't fuck with raves man do you fuck with raves uh usually not no no man i can't do it um and it's like well first ultra is like it's like six hundred dollars right yeah that's nuts that's so nuts it's wild that, that's wild yeah it's like a three hundred dollar day pass yeah. i mean like, some of the lineups sometimes are, are impressive and if i see it's like, not daft punk i'll give a fuck Right, right. Like sometimes there's stuff in the lineup that I'm like, oh damn, like they got that for that. But I gotta sit through twelve hours of not only that, the one artist that I like. Yeah, I've been in downtown sometimes, like promoting other shit, and I'll and I'll just hear like the. I'll see the I'll see the ultra setup and 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 then the people walking out of it looking like fucking from the they're from another planet and shit. Yeah, but the music too. I mean. I, I'm not really into like that super like, repetitive house music. Like I think they call it deep house. It's just like I think it's called deep house. Yeah. For fucking like hours yeah, on yeah. it, and, and you and you you can never really tell when the song changed. No. Yeah, man, it's, it's rough. I think what helps get through that is all the drugs that they rough. Do. Yeah. I mean, I'm into some electronic music. I like. I mean, auto plays electronic music, and it's some of it's like right. de- uh, like teeters on the line of dubstep or whatever. It's like. When, if it's heavy kind of shit, like like hard style, like fast, like something that might make you want to like move around, I, I could be into it. Um, but for the most part, a lot of the stuff that I mean, it's dying out too for for better. I mean, like the designer drugs that go along with it, and the electronic music scene, is cocaine like and stuff. Slowly, well, like the ecstasy and the Molly and all that. I don't. Yeah, I don't really hear too much about Molly anymore. Right, ever right. Since that it fucking ha- song. It's past its prime. Yeah. That song. Who was that guy? Uh, Trinidad James, right? Pop the Molly, I'm sweat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was like the height of the popular. Everyone and was and saying that future, future with the Molly, Molly Percocet. Oh <laughs> yeah, 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 that fucking song yeah. with the flute. Everyone was like, "Oh, he used the flute. He's revolutionary. <laughs> no other rapper has ever sampled a flute before." Like, fuck, bro. All it is is some synths, Dolly. Relax, bro. It's a flute. Yo, Just but like the game with the yeah, flute. for real, bro. The, with the wind section. People- <laughs> This man got a wind section. Wind section. First chair flute on that future beat, man. What? 
Yo, who's the credit? Who, who got the credit for the flute on that future beat, bro? Can we look that? Yeah. <laughs> Can we bring him on the show? <laughs> Yo, bro. Yeah. Get so, that guy. Get that. Well, how do you say a, a flute player? Like flutist. Flutist. Get that flutist on. Yeah. There. <laughs> I'm here sitting with uh, some fucking European mogul motherfucker with a uh, Benedict Van Flute monger, <laughs> and he was on the the the, fl- the, the future beat. With the flute about the mollies. Yes, yes, that was me. Uh, I met with Mr. Future. Uh, he's a great uh, swell guy. How, how you know? did you come up with that three-note arrangement? Oh yeah, 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 for real. That, that yeah, I went in, I did my little thing, and he's like, "Perfect, I'll just, I'll just sample that for the rest of the song." And that was it. And they cut me a check, know. and I was out of there. This this dreadlocked rapper that looked like he's on drugs wanted to pay me like twenty grand for it. So I was like, "Okay." Yeah, yeah, like dude, that the fucking um, what's that fucking that Travis Scott song with Drake, a sicko mode. Yeah. The the Ray Schremer guy, he has like three words on there, and he probably made more than someone's year's salary yeah for saying the three fucking words on there yeah that's that's the one thing with rap that you can't and i feel like that's why it's getting so much bigger uh than like rock and metal Mm -hmm. and stuff you can't have metallica featuring up and coming new band you know what i mean okay i see whereas you can have someone like xxx on a kodak black record who's already established and people hey who's this xxx guy i mean especially like so you're in a band so you know how it is and i've 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 been in bands like none of them ever been like super serious but getting people especially like three or four people sometimes five people to get together in one place and practice especially at this age it's with everyone's schedules it's, it's like almost impossible Right, so like, like hat tip to the bands that still do it, and they're still like playing a lot of shows and shit. But it makes so much more sense with like the evolution of music to make it so that less and less people have like autonomy over the sound, and that's why I think like you know that picture where like the Neanderthals standing up. There's like the rock music, and then there's like the later forms of that, which is you know like the uh, the the offsets of like punk, metal, hardcore, Lincoln you know, Park, and whatever. Shit. Right, if you see, there's there's that kind of stuff where they started mixing, and then the rap comes in. I mean, and rap was already even way before that mixing in the rock and shit too. And like Run DMC, right? Run DMC, Aerosmith, um, Air, uh, uh, Anthrax, and uh, Chuck D, Public mm-hmm. Enemy. Anthrax right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, man. What's this, this? This like really hot band that did like the rock rap thing that I'm I'm forgetting right now. Uh, those are the main ones that I could think of off top. It wasn't as it wasn't as mainstream. Oh, then you got me. Uh, I think I'm, I mean, I'm thinking of Biohazard. Was it Biohazard? I don't know. I wouldn't know. Anyways, so so then there's that, and then it just kind of all comes down to, like I think if one person does the the engineering and the rapping, like they have complete control over their sound, and that's you know like the, we see examples of it with like Kanye West, and um, that's true, and that's just like. Wow, wow, like nobody can really tell him anything. I mean, he gets collaborations as well, too. And then, like you said, they can share their music. And he, like Kanye West in his older career, he's smart and he's like ahead of the curb because he sees like these opportunities with the younger kids. Like he made a song with Lil Pump, he made a song with 6ix9ine, he made a song with XXX. Right? Like a lot of the other older, old heads like like J. Cole and Jay Z, they'd be like, no, I wouldn't do that. Right. But like Kanye's open to it because. Right, I think he's like evolutionarily ahead with that that whole like what I'm talking about like it makes more sense to have less people input. Yeah, he's going to do Rogan's music. podcast too. I've never really seen too many rappers embrace podcasts. Right. This is like a rap mainstream, you know what I'm saying? Like Complex yeah. or something like that. I hope it happens, man. It better happen. I he hope. tweeted about it. Yeah, they they both said it's going to happen, but yeah. I don't know. I'm, no, I, mean, I think it is. Why wouldn't it? They live in California, like he wants to do it. They both want to do it. Yeah. He's yeah. about to have. He, he just had someone on that was like. Wild, Mike Tyson's right? gonna come. Yeah, he just That's had Mike Tyson. Gonna be the biggest one, I think. 
That that's wild. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, for sure. If, if the Kanye one happens, it'll it'll break the record for the most uh, listens and views on, there, on that podcast. Be, you know why, bro? Because like it's unfiltered, bro. Like I feel like every time I see Kanye in an interview, it's like, <laughs> you shouldn't say this or you shouldn't say that. He's talking to some fucking douche, <laughs> and it's like with rogan it's like he'll he'll call him out on some shit and the, yeah. the, but they get to go deep it's three hours it's not a five minute ten minute right, right, clip right. they get to go and dissect the ideas piece by piece because like in that trump thing too where he was in the office he was just throw because how much time did he really have to sit there in front of the president and say what he needed to say so i'm i'm sure like the thoughts were just racing right. in his head like oh i need to say this and i need to say this and i need to say this and there's no real like organization or like able to elaborate on his thoughts right right Whereas, like, with Rogan, I think he'll be able to elaborate. And he won't sound like a fucking manic. Yeah, hopefully it'll be person. like his... You've seen his, like, some of his Twitter tirades where yeah. he'll just fucking go off for hours and hours. Yeah, yeah. Like on Drake. And he said, man, fuck that sickle mode song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was going off. Dude, that, that, you know what's wild about Drake, bro? Um, is, like... I, as much as like I tried to avoid liking him, bro, he's yeah. just he's he writes such so, such catchy shit. Right? No, he's got some good songs. Writers. Definitely got some good songs. Whoever writes I, his I, shit, I'm, I'm like the captain of the Drake hate club. And he has some good shit, but he for sure has some good songs. That's what I'm saying. Like, don the sickle mode song, bro. He's just giving directions, bro. He made that shit yeah, sound yeah. hot as fuck, bro. He's like, I'm going right. down the block, made it right. I was like, damn, that shit bumps. <laughs> You're giving me directions, bro, and yeah. that shit bumps harder than anything. No, no, no put, I mean put I, that shit on ways. Yo, for real, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like this motherfucker's just giving me directions. No, yeah, man, he's, he puts out good songs. I, 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 I hate Drake. I fucking, like, I think his career is, like, a joke into so many things. And he's really cringeworthy, but I undeniably has some songs that I'll catch myself singing sometimes. And I'm like, oh, fuck, that's a Drake song. But, yo, like, that, 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 uh, uh, just hold on, I'm coming home, we're coming home. That song, I didn't even know that was a Drake song for the longest time, bro. I didn't even sound like him, bro. And the vines and stuff, you know, the vines help shit right, right, pick right. up. That's actually how I heard about, uh, Post Malone, because there were so many vines with the I'm saucing on you oh, sample. Okay. People were using that a lot, and I think that's how that song caught off. But yeah, for the longest time, I didn't even know that was Drake. Who yeah. did that song, and that that was probably the first Drake song where I was like, "All right, he does that sound. He, he sounds <laughs> pretty right, good. Fine, we'll give, right. we'll give Jimmy a shot. Yeah, <laughs> and Ar- Arctic Monkeys did a cover of it too, which actually wasn't really? half bad. Yeah, they wow. did a cover of that, and it, it was like it sounded pretty good. And I was like, "All right, I guess I fuck with Drake. I guess." <laughs> I guess. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and that hotline bling was dumb catchy. Like, I don't care, bro. Like, it was overplayed. I get it. Oh, that's that the one. Hook, man. Those, 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 those GIF yeah, memes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, my God. The music video. Pepperonis on the pizza. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> I love that. Or he's bowling. Yeah. yeah. Throw, oh, throwing down throwing the, frisbees. Dual monsters on the No, table. yeah, dude. All the memes, man. Of, uh, th- those were great. And we still have the meme where he won yes and won no. Like, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, yeah some great memes have come from that song, uh, just. But yeah, th- that's the thing with rap. Uh, rappers can feature up and coming artists and give them that boost that they need. Whereas, like, the most you can get from an established band is they take you on tour with them. But how many people can drop everything and go on tour for three or four months? Right, with Metallica. Yeah. You know what I mean? Gar- granted, if you're going on tour, they're probably going to offer you some kind of pay, some kind of compensation. It's not like you're just dropping everything and going to play for free, but. Still, it's not you can't get boosts from other top artists like you can in rap, dude. And I feel like that's a big stepping stone. Like it takes one feature, or you pay a rapper enough money and he'll be on one of your songs, right? Yeah. Like that, uh, that Block Boy guy who got Drake oh, to Black do Boy that JB? verse mm-hmm. uh, on that. Um, uh, I forgot the name of the song, bro. But Drake did a verse on it. It's basically half Drake's song, dude. Like he does more of. The Are song. you talking about Little Baby? 
No, 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 no. It's a, it's uh, a, it's a blog boy song. Blockboy JB? Okay. I forgot yeah, what yeah. the fucking name of the song was, but he does. Ba- Drake basically does like three fourths of the song. Uh, right, and, and sure now that, that guy's made. Right. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Now he's made, bro. So it's like rock bands can't get away with that. So there's less and less rock bands that are popular because they can't boost each other up mm-hmm. the way rappers could boost each other up. You know? Yeah, and I feel like the, the the pool of available musicians is really small. Like you see. The same drummer will be in a lot of bands. Oh fuck, bro! Uh, <laughs> especially the big bands. Like when you get to like that talent level, I remember um, I was like super big into Queens of the Stone Age and the Mars Volta, and they were like sharing the same drummer for a while, or he was bouncing back and forth. And then I saw him drum with Trash Talk once, and I was like, "What are you doing here?" I was like, <laughs> I was, like "You're like you're like famous rock and roll guy. Like you're with this like punk band." And um, yeah, it's just, that's how it is. While with the rap. It's, you know, like we said, everybody wants to be a rapper. All the kids want to be rappers. So there's just like this unlimited like talent pool. But people that are like trained enough and good enough to be in a rock band that tours, very small amount of people to choose from. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. I mean, especially when it gets down to to stuff like singers and drummers, I think as a drummer, I'm biased, whatever. But there's guitarists aplenty, you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? A lot of people know how to play guitar. Not everyone knows how to play guitar well, granted. But like the pool of great guitar players versus the pool of of great drummers or great bassists or great singers, stuff like that, like I don't think is as great. So I think you're right in that regard. Um, There's less musicians. There's less people that have ambition to want to learn an instrument nowadays because music isn't popular music. Is it made with this? And, and when I say it, I don't, I'm, it's not something that I'm like necessarily happy about. No, I get. But that. I, do, I do believe facts it. are facts. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's just like like things that we see kind of de-evolve, and it, like like boxing as a sport, for example, is is just really really far from its heyday. And it doesn't mean that there's not still like these like super successful people that will their fights will make tons of money, like Floyd Mayweather. A few know. and far between, so, though. How yeah. many bums are there? But but know? kids aren't growing up saying like, oh, I want to be boxers. Like, they want to be MMA fighters, mm-hmm. if anything. Yeah, they want to be in the UFC. They want and, and or do jujitsu. Mm-hmm. And the same thing is happening a lot with football. You know, more kids are interested in playing basketball these days because it's a lot safer and whatnot. Yeah, mm-hmm. or soccer too. Soccer is actually starting to pick up here in the U.S. We have a team finally in Miami. They're building the stadium and all that. Right. And so, uh, so I again, see, safer. I see the writing on the wall with rock music, and um, and I and for sure, like the subgenres that like I'm super into, and I feel like that anybody else would be into. And, and, and it's right. It's it's sad, but at the same, you know, so is that is it, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's fuck, man. I don't know. Am I bumming you out? Yeah, a little bit. It's like I'm not saying you can't be successful. I'm not saying no, and I know you're not. But it's like when you think about it, I mean, fuck, like you know, I'm saying that's why I got beats on deck. (laughs) (laughs) That's your backup plan. Everyone's always telling me, "Hey, you want to be a rock star? What's your plan B? My plan B is rap star, bitch. Young Throne. Yeah, for (laughs) dropping. Like one day it's just gonna appear. You have like 40 songs. Like one of them's bound to work. Exactly. (laughs) They're all like two and a half minutes anyway. Yeah, roll that dice. Maybe. If I had bars, I would, bro. But like everybody down here, I'm so corny. Like everybody down here would. You would be dead to everybody down here. What do you mean? Like, you know, yeah, the badass drummer from, I mean, JC, the badass drummer from, you know, yeah, play shows with us on weekends. It's like, oh, he became a rap star. Fuck that guy. Oh, <laughs> dude, what? Yeah, 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 until I break that bread, bitch. Hey, y'all want to yeah. come on tour and open for old JC fucking money out here, bitch? <laughs> yeah, well, every, old JC money. Everybody's eating out here. Yeah, and for real, bro. Hey, hey y'all don't want to come on tour? Don't come on tour. But you know he's coming on tour, and I'm pulling a double. We're all eating. <laughs> I don't, honestly, dog, like, why the fuck not, bro? Like, if I'm getting paid to go tour in England, and I'm just like, I 
got y'all boys. Y'all telling me you wouldn't do it <laughs> just to just to open for me, even if I'm a rap, doing rap shit. You telling me you wouldn't do it? It's 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 a pride thing with the local scene, bro. Like, ah, like you know how it is. Like same thing with like with like bands down here that have gotten famous, not to name anybody by name. Black flag, but you know who I'm talking about. But like you know, <laughs> not like, black flag. What the fuck is their name? Talk about black tide. Yeah, black tide. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it, but um, I said you it. know, like they they get they get big, they get out of here, and then everybody down here just fucking hates on them, you know. Well. <sighs> I love Austin. But yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're cool. I, I, I've I, I, met them plenty of times. They're cool people. Else about it, but I do love Austin. I don't. I don't know. Them. I know they opened for Event Sevenfold one time. I'm super jelly about it. I was there. Whatever. I'm super jelly about it. But um, yeah, you know. So it's like, uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm open to taking the risk, but I'm not a good rapper. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would just be embarrassing myself. Well, maybe you could just make it as a producer. Oh, you smart! But I didn't, I sent it to my friend who made the beat for me, so it's not like oh. I just did the guitar thing and I let him sample it. You know, if I made the beat, maybe. But I've tried to sit there and learn how to use Fruity Loops and <laughs> and all these beat making programs, and I just can't fuck with it, dude. I can't. I don't know how to do it, man. Well, maybe the rap career is not in your cards. Man. Maybe it's not, dude. <laughs> ah, fuck! But I need something, dude. I gotta do something. If Rock's dying, like, do you see? Do you see any like new age metal bands doing something? Because uh, rock is not metal, you know what I mean. Um, I see, I see hope in some in some cases. Uh, when whenever people see like th- like what, what does a what? metal act need to do nowadays to stand out and to make it like what do you see that's that that they need to do different? Like something you, different. Okay. I, I like Vane. You, you heard the band Vane? No. They're they they. I guess you could you could call it metal in some ways, but it, it's not exactly like any kind of traditional metal. It's not any kind of traditional anything really, which is why I think it's good. Um, They've been consistently touring like for the past two or three years, opening up for a bunch of big bands. Like they opened up, they're opening up for. Um, they did. They went on tour with with Every Time I Die and Turnstile, and then they they're opening up for another huge band now. They did like the This Is Hardcore thing in Philadelphia, and um, I don't even know how to describe the music, but it's like their live show is super chaotic, and they they just go ape shit. But so that see like stuff like that gives me hope when I seen. Um, you know them, and I like. Um, I see some hope in some of like the other like scenes that that try to intentionally like stay violent. Maybe like 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 the the deathcore shit. You um, think that those those scenes really have a potential of breaking mainstream ground? Though it's not. not like, there's not, so many few bands that are that genre that break right. Like the the most mainstream death metal band I can think of, other than death, is like Behemoth. Cannibal, yeah, Cannibal Corpse. Cannibal Corpse, but their guitar player just went to jail for like setting his house. See, that's on that's, that's the thing that I think it's cool about uh, like the metal industry is because you can quote unquote make it to where you can pay play the music and pay your bills and tour and see the world and all of right. that. But you can still go out in the street. And nobody will know who the fuck you are. Yeah. Like if take for example Iron Maiden, they they can pack stadiums like nobody's business. But you see one of them walking down the street, ninety eight percent of people won't even mm-hmm. know who the hell they are. Oh, yeah. That, that old guy's wearing a fucking metal t shirt. He should probably find a plaid shirt or something. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. That, and that, that's that's one way where it differs mm-hmm. greatly from like the hip hop thing. Exactly. If you see hip hop, you see like quote unquote like ex rapper or whatever on the street. You're gonna a bunch of people are gonna crowd. Yeah. The rap is way more self promoting, right? They're they're they. They are all about themselves, you know. They are the face of whatever group it is, you know. And they got to like show themselves and talk about themselves and like I did this, I did that, and that, you know. But uh, with a, with a band, it's more about we instead of the me. The image of the yeah. band. Uh-huh. Even even the biggest metal band, like if if you see uh, like most people, if they see Metallica just walking around, yeah, nobody's gonna bat an eye unless you know. Right, you right, know who yeah. Metallica is. I, I hear that. Like who who's the biggest rock star in the world? Like Dave Grohl, probably. 
Like right now, probably around. Dave Grohl. Probably Dave Grohl, I'd say. And, and, and yeah, I most think people he probably could walk around, especially yeah. maybe in Miami, probably walk around in a lot of places and not mm-hmm. even get noticed. That's yeah. true, man. That's so, <laughs> so, so it's I don't know if that's because, sad or not. It's kind it of weird sad. because it's like mainstream, but like under under like the normal mainstream. Right. It's weird. It has its market, dude. Every everything has its market, man. It's just not as big as the mainstream market, but the mainstream market is. I will quote uh, uh, a rapper that I fuck with. His name is Immortal Technique, and one of, one of the lines in his raps is, "Um, if a million people buy your records, it doesn't mean that like it's good. That just means a million people are, are just stupid as fuck." Oh yeah, 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 man. I remember that. I used to be a big Immortal Technique fan. Yo, man, that's, that's what's that, that? What's that from? Like the Revolutionary, Revolutionary Volume, Volume Two? 2? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have Sick, that man. like the physical CD. <laughs> I have that shit. Yeah, man, that guy's awesome, man. And uh, ever since I heard that 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 album opened my eyes. Uh, and you look at Chance the Rapper; he's someone who does it uh, independently, and he's so big with what he does. And uh, you know, bands like Tool that just have hype just for and they haven't dropped an album since 2006 <laughs> and people still talk about one still dropping an album you know like these mythical fucking bands yeah yeah Tool fans are, are die hard man same thing with System of a Down fans man Everybody's that too been waiting yeah waiting. I've seen System of a Down live yeah fun there, there's just these bands that have these like mythical fucking aura about them and it's just like if there's a band that could capture that nowadays I feel like they could transcend this whole rock see even, even that like System of a Down just if they did a tour, you can't tell me they would not be selling out every spot they oh, went to. Every you know time. what I mean? They, like, they would, would kill it. They would, but see, 15 years ago, they did that. Now, they have to be like a piece of a festival. You get what I'm saying? I don't think like, so. If, I if, think if they did a tour. They've chosen to just do sparing, spare shows. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like do one festival here, do one festival there. But I think if they sat down and just and wanted to tour, I think they don't want a tour. I think that's the thing. They're, I mean, they're content, bro. You know, yeah. they're probably helping. Uh, where are they from? Armenia, um, uh, Armenia, yeah, they're probably you know what I'm saying working with a bunch of charities up there and getting shit done like in that regard, you know what I'm saying they're probably like I've already made all the money I want to make, you know what I mean. Um, so they probably don't want to tour because like it's a lot of work, bro. I'm sure mm-hmm. it is. You got to book everything, you got to fly places, you got to passports and all this it's and that. It's definitely not easy. Yo, <laughs> if it was everybody would do it exactly. So I think uh, they they haven't put a tour by themselves together because they just haven't felt like it. But if they did do a tour, I think them and maybe one other band just because they, System of a Down. I don't think is the type of band that could sit there and do a four hour, three hour set mm-hmm. it's because their their songs are kind of short and they also take a lot of out of you to play. Yeah, for them to do a three hour set would be fucking yo. Respect to that guy. Give that man a Gatorade, bro, because yeah. that, that's crazy. Um, only bands like Tool or, or My Morning Jacket or Pink Floyd could pull off like doing a whole set by themselves. I saw Metallica. They had two openers. Every time I've seen Metallica, they had at least two openers. You know what I mean? A Metallica could easily do it. Aren't they going to go on tour with Lady Gaga? Are they? I, I don't know, I, man. There's it's always a, like a giant myth around that. I, I thought that was I, the news. That, that, that was the news when they first did the song with them. back then and the, when they did the Grammys or whatever and that didn't fucking happen. And they, which is bullshit because they cut James's mic. His mic wasn't even on. It was yeah, Lady that, Gaga. That was, that, that was really unprofessional on behalf wow. of like everybody there. And they only announced Lady Gaga. They didn't even say Lady Gaga and Metallica. They said Lady Gaga and then they just started playing and it was Metallica. That's well, some bullshit. Metallica's timeline, career timeline has been like, you know. Well, they did that Lou Reed shit. No, when they ass. when they came back, they were like opening up for the Rolling Stones, which is, they shouldn't have been doing, right? Wild. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's wild. But fuck it, man. If they're there, they're, I don't. I hope the they play with Stones Lady Gaga. Shit. I'm a Lady Gaga fan. You are. I, I hope they play. with Why though? <laughs> I, see, this is my thing. Dude. She's great, man. No, I understand that she's talented, but she's wasting it. <laughs> 
Why? Because she knows how to play the piano and actually sing, and she uses effects on her voice and okay. just synthesizes. I'm with you. Stuff. I love when she sits on the piano and sings. That's what I'm saying. I She's so yeah. talented. She could easily blow Adele out of the water, bro, and she decides to make garbage dance music. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, the pop thing is her is her thing. She wants to be because it makes pop money, pop though. Star. Because it makes money. Maybe. I feel she 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 sat there and busted her ass at the clubs for how many years before she decided to go that pop route? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I will tell you if they release like a Lady Gaga acoustic sessions, I'm fucking buying that shit. I understand that, <laughs> and I re- respect, bro, because I actually think she's a great piano player. She's a great singer. She's Maybe a, she, she did what we were talking about with, like, how the metal... She took the Post Malone route. Yeah. <laughs> but she was she the original said, Post Malone. Like, she still mixes in some of her, the music that she, she came up with That's in her I live shows. That's Post Malone, bro. <laughs> But that makes sense. Like maybe she does have a couple piano ballads that are like some of the deep tracks, the deep cuts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That you only know if you buy a Lady Gaga album, right? So with with her like pop thing, she can reach a bigger audience and you know. And then plug her actual music, and I respect that, and I get that. But like, wh- when? When is the real music coming? Yeah. Unless, like I said, it's a deep cut that I haven't heard. Yeah, but Prove you're, me wrong. You're a Lady Gaga fan. You should concert. be naming them right now, bro. Yeah, in the live concert, she does that kind of stuff. Like, the live. Why I gotta go? Why I gotta go pay? Why I gotta go pay? But that's out. the thing, though. Is that like when you're talking about somebody like Lady Gaga, or you're talking about Michael Jackson, or Adele, or Ariana Grande, all these big people? It's not like it. They're it, they're not making all the decisions. It's like a whole team of people. Yeah. That mm-hmm. figure out what management. What, like right. what? Yeah. Exactly. There's a management. bureaucracy behind it. Yeah. So it's not like she's like, oh, I want to just do like, I want to do pop songs just because it's popular. No, she has like this whole team saying like, this is what you have to do because this is the trend. And if you want to keep being a pop star, this is the route you have to go. And then like, what she's going to say no. Right, right. I mean, with millions of dollars staring her in the face and shit and everything she could ever want music-wise, you know what I'm saying? Go on tour. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a no-brainer. And Anybody would do it. I'll, um, I'll, I just, um, I don't know, man. I feel like someone who is as great a musician as she is um, would have more integrity in what they do, but... I guess like that's that's why I fuck with Post Malone, bro. Because like, <laughs> like I, I can't can't say it enough. Like he 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 takes his elements. Like motherfucker plays guitar. He has basically country songs on his shit. Like yeah. you know. And same thing with X. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a lot of some of his songs, like we said, are metal songs. He had Travis Barker on a song. Um, he he has basically a folk song. Um, the song uh. uh Fuck, bro, I forgot the name of that shit. But it's on 17, bro. Mm-hmm. It's very diverse, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of the artists that are popping off right now are very one-track-minded, like a Drake song. You know a Drake song as soon as that beat cuts in, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the song you're talking about is called Everybody Dies in Their Nightmares. Probably, bro, but I can't <laughs> come off top, off top, bro. Come on, because I'm a stand. Yeah, yeah, oh, you're, you're, your post is the reason that I even wanted to check him out in the first place. That's the point, right? I'm glad, when he I'm died, glad I, I, I saw so you many. wrote that whole paragraph. I sat there and read the yeah. whole thing. I was like over like a 20 year old like this guy like, I was really was like I a was, college was, graduate and this that and you know for me it was like what did this kid do bro because yeah. you're not dumb you're not you're not a hype beast you know what i'm saying you're not one of these guys so i was not and that's what piqued my curiosity about it to be honest with you and i've been stuck on it and like it was just the right time and right place mm-hmm. for me bro i was in the right mindset to hear some sad depressing shit yeah and it just clicked bro and that's for me i've always been someone who's more into music for lyrics more than the beat and stuff and that's what when we're talking about edm and, and the miami scene earlier how people yo if that shit bumps it bumps for me it's, it's always been about the lyrics so when I heard his hype stuff, I was like, okay, it's just like everyone else. He makes hype stuff great. Uh-huh. But when I heard the softer shit, that's where I clicked with him. I was like, damn, like, this dude actually it was like, it was, he's basically writing poetry, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
which is um i mean it's why i fuck with all the artists all my favorite artists have written lyrics that i fucked with like that i've i've touched i've been touched by like uh pink floyd is one of my favorite bands like top three and the the song that i heard that like clicked was the song time mm-hmm. and you know lyrics like uh you know about how you just blink and 10 years goes by like that and you don't even think about it and everything you wanted to do is it's too late to do it now and i remember hearing that in high school as a 15 year old and, and just being like whoa like, I'm about to graduate high school. I'm about to be an adult. Like, this is true. I remember being a fifth grader. I remember being a kindergartner. And, like, it's all just flashing by. And now I'm 22, and um, I can at least say, uh, if I don't become a famous musician or whatever, that I at least did what I wanted to do and, and gave it a shot at the end of the day. And I don't feel like I'm going to, if it doesn't work out, that I'm going to have any regrets with my music career because I know that I, I sat here and I busted my ass and, and I honed in my craft as best as I could and I, I went beyond and did this podcast to try and plug my band. That's basically yeah, what it was. Hey, amen to that. Respect to that. You got to like your own music before you expect anyone else to like it. 100%. Like, how you, you can't bump to your own shit. You expect other people to bump yeah. to it. Get the fuck out of here. Right. So, um... I just I, 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 For me it's always been about the lyrics And that's why I fuck with XXX You know what I'm saying Is it more about the beat and stuff You more bump to it Or is it more about lyrics for you That's a good question um, I think I used to be more about the lyrics And lately I'm more into Like the delivery of things And then what what they're saying Could be taking a back seat for me As opposed to how they're saying it Um I mean, if if like there's ra- there's rappers I like that their lyrical content is like poor, right? Um, but that you know it just it sounds good to me. I like the beats. I like I like the the delivery. I like you know sometimes they're like screaming, sometimes it's like hype. Um, I'll admit I like Twenty One Savage. You know what I'm saying like he has some he has some songs that are like literally just like that song Bank Account. That song's catchy, yeah. Fuck, but like, it's like he's saying a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Like it's like for me, so so like XXX his his content definitely like touches a, d- a different stone and, and you know, it goes deeper than a lot of stuff i mean I, I do like six nine and i and i do listen to that stuff often oh, man. But, and it's just dude uh, but, what's the, but, but the child but the child but the kid stuff right like come on man you gotta you gotta draw the line somewhere like, <laughs> you got, and we've had this conversation on the show many times like separating the artist from right from their personal life but but it's that's just, a you know, line to, to me, it's more bubbly, gross. right? Like, I, you know, okay, so Six Nine's music is not uh, the content is not there, and he and he'll he'll be the first one to say it. He'll be like, oh, when I get in the studio, I just start fucking around and I come out with bangers, and uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's different. I I look for diff, I look to different rappers for different things. Like if I'm, or like everybody doesn't have to be Nas, right? We already have Nas. We don't need to like judge every every rapper compared to other people based on like, oh, does this person give me like, you know, straight hard boom bap content yeah, yeah like, like are uh, they a lyricist right i mean because there's people that that are like that like like today like kendrick lamar for example right. is a super talented lyricist but even he has like songs that are it's not about the lyrics like that's true shut up be humble mm-hmm. like it, it's and he does his little like he uses his voice as a instrument sometimes like he'll make a noise um that's very popular now ad libs and stuff like that like chess right with the, ah. like i'm a big fan of that whenever a rapper uses like their voice as a as a it's not a lyric; it's a noise, though. Like that, you can identify with them. Like even even Lil Pump, like the, the uh, he does that, and then you know it's a Lil How? Pump song. <laughs> you see, you, you see what I'm saying, though. These motherfuckers make noise, and you're like, hell yeah, I identify right. with that. And I'm sitting here like yeah. pouring my soul into a drum beat. They're like, nah, fuck you. But, but like they, they they put themselves into the music somehow. Like for example, like, like Trick Daddy, um, he's super Miami, and he's super 
like a lot of his songs have trombones and things like that because I think he knew that it would be stuff that would be able to be played like at high school football games like the bam 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 uh-huh okay oh What's up? like, like marching up? band shit exactly uh-huh. and i think that's so smart like the march like that is to smart. be able to put yeah to be like i think he saw oh like northwestern central miami high all these like like uh they want some funky shit to play oh yeah i think all these all these like football schools in south florida which is like so big are gonna be bumping my like hood anthems that's fucking so smart. He has the one with Ozzy that. Dun, 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 oh, they <laughs> sampled. Wait, that was Trick Daddy that sampled that. Yeah. I thought that was Lil John. It's, it's both of them, yeah. That's that's well, that's wild, bro. I, I literally just was at a gas station hanging out with some dude that made music with Lil John. <laughs> and, like Lil John's loaded. Like, oh yeah, that motherfucker is smart. Yeah, yeah. Yo, that was like the original ad lib. Oh, now yeah. that I think about it. Yo, yo, what? Okay. No, not yeah. even that, dude. Like, uh-huh. you, they give uh, DJ Khaled a bunch of shit just so he could say DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. Well, I think he produced a beat. Like, that's what happened. Yeah. Right? Like, usually when that his when his name that's like their 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 signature. You know what I'm saying? Like, an artist signs the bottom of their shit. If you hear like that sample, it's because like whoever made the beat. <laughs> that's usually the little sample shit. Like yeah. that Drake guy. Who's that Drake guy that does all his uh, beats? OVO. Some some Keith guy. He was that look. Oh, oh, he says fucking oh. whatever it is he says. Take yeah, some shit yeah, like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, you know, it's that guy or that the London guy. Yeah, yeah, London on the beat, right? So, so they, yeah. they, I mean, there's some that do it better than others, but they're all putting themselves into the music. Like, um, even sometimes, like, like I like Ski Mask, the Slump God. He's from Broward. He does, he'll say something and then go, uh huh. <laughs> like right after, right after the sentence, he'll go, uh huh, and and then you just like kind of know, like, okay, that's like his thing. I feel you on that. There's a Rick Ross shit. Oh. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every time I, I, I love that kind me. of shit. Like, like the, there has to be like some kind of flavor. Some rappers don't have that, and then I you're just like you. they fall uh, flat. See, I, I wouldn't have that flavor. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't know what to throw in there. I wouldn't. What noise do I make, bro? Like, it's I, the same thing with, with with like with with music. Like, there was, you know, if you hear a song, you know, like, oh, that's Tom Morello, because you'll hear like some kind of like little like weird play around with the pick or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or James like, Hetfield was yeah. Oh, dude, no. When a Metallica riff kicks in, you know it's a Metallica exactly. riff, you know? Because the guitarist is, like, putting themselves into the thing, and, and it's You're the same right. thing with the with the. Yeah, rap. all the artists that stand out, they stand out because, like, you know it's them. Like, mm-hmm. you hear Ozzy Osbourne coming, oh, that's Black Sabbath, or oh, that's Ozzy Osbourne, or... Uh, uh, the yeah, they have thing. a unique sound, so that's... that's yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, and every time I play it at these live gigs, I mean, no disrespect to some of the other acts that I've played with, but I've noticed that a lot of the bands um, sound the same. Yeah, you know, and it's the same thing with the like. Sometimes going to churches is like if you could go to SoundCloud rap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like where you'll go and like ten percent of the acts that you see will be fantastic, and the other ninety will be filler. And you know, right? So. And that that's that's what that's what turns me off about it. You know, like I'm I've always been super big into the punk and hardcore scenes, but nobody's reinventing the wheel. Like at best, we can hope for th- these bands to sound like something from like 1988. That's true. And that sucks, you know? Like, I want you to sound like something from 2019. I don't want you to just emulate, you know, the bad brains. Everybody's fucking done that. I feel you on that. That, that actually makes a lot of sense, dog. That's, that's what happens, man. That's how bandwagons work. It's like when the whole uh, Degent stuff came out. Oh, like, fuck. All these bands hopped on that bandwagon, and everybody sounds the same. Like a little like guitar riff with an effect, and then breakdown, 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 oh, yeah. breakdown. Catch a catch a chorus. Breakdown, 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 breakdown. Yeah, no, nah, I can't with that either. Uh, I was never into those warp tour bands and stuff. Cowboy. 
Yeah, oh, no, yeah. <laughs> All right, oh, guys, beat everyone's ass now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> dude, man, there was one band, dude, that they were, they were on stage, where they said the cringiest shit ever, bro. They were, like, about to wrap up their set, dude. Like, they were about to do the last breakdown, bro. He was like, last chance to dance, people, last chance to dance. And I was like, just, I'm out, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm walking out of the set, dude. I, last chance to get the fuck out of here. That's what the fuck I did. I bounced. I danced my way the fuck to my car, and I left, nigga. Yeah, it was over, dude. You danced all the way to your car. Yeah, I booked it, bitch. Uh, but on that note, I mean, we, we definitely covered a broad range of topics, man. Is there anything you want to plug or, or, or shout-outs you want to give or anything before we wrap it up, man? Uh, I'm going to be on Alizar's podcast, Shut Up, Let's Talk, hey. on January 30th. For real? Yeah. That's awesome, dude. That guy's he awesome. Told me I that he was on, on uh, yours. Yeah, he was here. He right, was right, right. to his episode, man. Yeah. It was a good episode. Yeah, super Shout out cool. to Alizar, man. That's a great show. Shut up, let's talk. That's awesome. So yeah, so be I'll on be there on January 30th. January 30th. That's on a Wednesday, right? That's yeah. where he does those. Yo, definitely peep that. I'll peep that. I'll okay, peep cool, that. Cool. I remember uh, this other dude we played Yu Gi Oh with was on there, bro. Lewis. Louis, Louis. Yeah. Dude, I was like, what? This dude ran <laughs> on a podcast? Dude? Yeah, yeah. I go way back, way back with Louis. I go way back with Alizar, too. Yeah. It'll be my second time on that show. Yeah, I've seen like a clip of you before. Before, yeah. but how long ago did you do that? Oh man, it's, it's probably gonna be almost two years now. Oh okay, gotcha. Right, so this, this is nothing new for you. No. No, that's what's up, man. <laughs> Any other plugs? No, no, that's it. That's it. All right, so definitely check it out. Shut up, let's talk. Um, as far as you know, you know we're gonna be playing Kryptonite, and that's gonna be in um in February Kryptonite Metal Festival at Churchill's. It's the twelfth annual, twelve years in a row they've been doing this shit, nice. and it's actually like the premier metal thing. If you're gonna go to a metal show this year, you just go to Kryptonite. What, what date is it? It's uh, February sixteenth. 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 Okay, man. Hopefully, I'll see you. Out yeah, there, I think then. it's gonna be a Saturday. You know, we usually uh, it's usually a good time. Uh, so definitely come out to that. We just dropped an EP. It's called A Minor Setback. Dropped it in December. Make sure you check that out it's got some dope fucking songs seven tracks um follow us on instagram the throne podcast with underscores and if you want to sponsor me if anyone's interested in sponsoring the throne we'll read some ads for you and um you know uh, you can email me at the throne jc at gmail.com other than that eric bro thank you so much for being on here hey, Lou, thank you for having me man thank you for working the boards as oh, always quite lovely hey man anytime <laughs> you want to come back on it's an open invitation bro awesome you let me know and other than that yo that's it fade us out i don't